G Money. Yo. What's up, man? We back. We back at it. What's going on? I'm all right, man. Tired. You know what I'm saying? You working hard? I see, I see the post, man. You in the crib put, putting the work yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, I worked out today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm down like 12 pounds, man. Really? And yeah, yeah. I, I was like 270-something. Now like I'm like 261. So you work out every day or certain uh, days of the week? Last or? week, I didn't really work out last week. But <laughs> this week, I had to get back on it. My birthday week, man. I, yeah, I'm a birthday, birthday week. week. Yeah, yeah, follow me. Shout out to all the Leos, you know what I'm saying? Birthday is Wednesday. What day is your birthday? Thursday. Thursday, right after mine. How our birthday is so close, we so different. I don't understand. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's life, man. Life, life. you know what I mean? I, don't, I, I really don't know. It's, it's like night and day for real. Like, I don't, I don't I don't get it, man. It's crazy. Where you get that hat from? Uh, you know. Now, don't come in here with no sponsor stuff and stuff like that, please. No, nah, no sponsors today. No sponsors today. you ain't breaking no bread. You haven't broke no bread with me with sponsors. You tell them that? Like, I did? Yeah, of course. I knew you going to do that. You ain't break no bread with nobody. Typical queen shit. You don't break no bread, man. Tell I them. I don't break no bread? Not with sponsors. You break bread other ways. Like, you give me bread, but not with sponsors. Your sponsors, you I'll be really? trying. They, they, you know. I don't want to. Shout out to Maestro's, though. You got the Maestro's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Maestro's. Can't forget Maestro's. I mean, you know, shout out to Maestro's. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep, let's keep it like that? With them. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Maestro's. Shout out to Ghost. Yeah, shout out to Ghost, man. <laughs> but everything is all right with you? Everything good, man. Excited about the birthday week this week. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out these plans. You know, what, what are we doing? What's up, man? I mean, you said that there was some plans on, you know, you got some plans and, you know, I may be rocking with you, man. You know, my birthday day on Wednesday, I, I think I'm just. Be in the crib and just sort of put things together. Of course. A lot, a lot, a lot has happened this year. 2020 has been a crazy year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I really don't want to go outside because anytime I go outside, I get in trouble anyway. But I calmed <laughs> that down, actually. Actually. You have. Anytime I go outside, I get in trouble based off of you know, like what they see on the internet, man. They be so hyped, man. I just be quiet. I be tired. I don't be <laughs> have no time for no hypeness, man. Like, But that's, the, that's what I brought on to myself. So, hey. Facts. What you going to do on your birthday? <sighs> Probably the same thing, bro. Chill. Dawson? Yeah, my man. Shout out to Dawson. Yeah, shout out. My wife's birthday was yesterday. Linky's birthday was yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah, shout out to her, <laughs> man. To you know what I mean? And, um, three days apart, man. Three, three days, three years apart. I mean, shout out to her, man. And, and, Leo and, season. And, yeah. I'm excited, though. I'm excited about this next joint. I'm, I'm going to turn up in like four seconds. Like four seconds? He came in here with something lit. <laughs> it wasn't lit, but he came in here It with wasn't it, lit, man. but it was lit. Yeah. Like, like, he tried to show me something. Like, he tried to indirectly. That's what Philly niggas do. He tried to indirectly get. He a battle rapper. I, I read through all. But he's a rapper, period. I ain't gonna right, yeah, facts, but but facts. he's very good at battling. And I know subliminals. And I felt he took a shot at me. So now but I'm getting at him. You know how I feel about when we have guests up here from Harlem or Philly. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, 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 yeah, it, it, it always gets crazy. It always, you know what I'm saying. He wait on me. He get high. He turns up. Any guess we get from Harlem or Philly is always a different kind of show, man. So I, I'm, I'm definitely excited as well, man. Nah, I'll be excited. I'll be excited. I'll be excited. I'll be excited. You be hyping them. I'll be hyping them, right? You be hyping. Don't hype them. I like their swag, guy. man. You know what I'm saying. The Philly, the way they talk and all that. They got, you know, it's different, man. You don't think so? You gotta stop being on my side, bro. Different. <laughs> G Money, yo, Different. episode. Whoa, 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 whoa! We didn't introduce you yet, man. You can't be coming here talking. You came here with it lit, not lit, and you talking. Lit, Let us introduce you. G Money, yo, episode one six two. Nigga, we made it. We got a special guest. Mm. Oh, G. Huh? Oh my God. <laughs> Round of applause one more time for my man E Ness in the building. What's up, Philly in the yeah, building? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
What's up, man? How you doing? Five four Villain T. We here, man. Okay. Mm. Introduce your comrade next to you, please. This is my guy Chuck Lawless, my business Lawless. partner. Hey, Lawless, salute. You know what I'm saying five four Villain T. Twine. International twine right here, Facts. party promoter, event planner. <laughs> get your okay. weight up. Okay. Get your, get your weight, up. weight up, twine. Uh-huh. Marketing strategist. He's shining media. too, baby. He's shining yeah, though. Hold my on. God. We wanted to get the whole conglomerate on, but it ain't enough. Room. Yeah, it ain't enough room. We go look crazy. Room, and he, I don't want to get blamed by because you know Philly, Philly people. <laughs> What they do is that when they watching, and if you guys don't get treated right, they, they tend to blame me. They ain't gonna blame you that you wanted to fit three people on the couch. They gonna blame me for allowing you to do it. Your Philly mm-hmm. flip, you ain't showing us love, so I don't want that. So let's keep it two. <laughs> Flip, man. Philly is always going to be Philly. And guess what that is? Guess what that is? You tell me. Unhinged. Unhinged. Mm. Unhinged. Yeah. Something's wrong with y'all. Y'all crazy. Y'all walked out. Philly crazy. I love Philly, though. I love love Philly. You know, I have a lot of friends in Philly, but Philly is crazy, man. It's different, man. No gangs. No gangs. I think Chicago got his beat on the craziness, but... Philly crazy in his own right, though. It is, but, you know, we don't go on the internet and see we smoking whoever got killed last night and all that. Oh, okay. It's more savage with Shot Town. Mm. And everybody know my love for Shot Town. Facts. So that's like my third home outside of Atlanta. Philly, Atlanta, then Shot. Well, New York by default because we shot the show here. Of course. We walked the whole fucking city <laughs> in front of everybody. So, don't rush in and, and talk about stuff that we ain't talking about yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't talk about stuff we ain't talking about yet. Um, let's get into it, man. Welcome yeah. to the show. Yes, sir. You know I mean? Flip the script. Salute Queens Flip, DJ G Money. I'm here. Sure. Flip the script. Five four billion T. What's up? What episode you saw that you like on Flip the Script? I ain't even really start tapping in, to be honest, into your podcast, but I liked your earlier work when you was running down on shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. P and B rocking and drink. You ran down on Mike P in the store, the battle side. Oh, you that like was that? More my way. So, 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 so. Then how yeah. did you know the, I had a podcast? The rumble with Ebro and all that. Uh, oh, let, let's move. On. How do you know I had a podcast then? <laughs> huh? Because you was pressing me about the podcast. How you know I had a? You didn't see no none of the podcasts at all. Nah, I have correspondents and people that do research and you know what I mean <laughs> flip let's not forget when when you 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 was with smack oh, we in the corner earlier today <laughs> we in the corner earlier today listen we in the corner earlier today you my man so I'm thinking you was you not in tune you just hit me above the love like no yo, no I you hit you in tune that's not the next I know no that. listen when I told you, because he didn't know who you was, did, yeah, did I show nah, exactly he, what he, he ran, stood he for? He ran it down. He ran it down. Did I, he gave, I don't it, need look, to see your podcast. I know you. I know you. I love him. I know you. Me and you was me, you and Smack and Cassidy. When y'all went, when Smack initially went to book Cassidy for the three battles that they just booked him for mm-hmm. in the past, I was there that night. Was I? Was you, I not? You, that's a fact. Did we have a conversation? That's a fact. Did me and Smack have a conversation? That's a fact. It was good. So that's the way we're going to keep it. Say no more. We're going to keep it like that. So I don't need to see a podcast. But you're, okay, all right. I don't need to see a podcast. I already know your personality. I you know. got love for Flip. That's it. Say no more. So whatever Flip's doing, I'm, I'm going to support it. Appreciate that. That's love. But I know how you feel. Damn, you ain't even, t- look at it. You probably don't know my, my biggest freestyles or what I'm doing now currently or the mixtape I got out. Let's reverse the energy. Don't reverse the energy. Yeah, that was good. But you fuck with Ness, right, G? G, G what do you say? Uh, I know I fucks with Ness. G, so whatever, uh, Ness. 
ready. Keep it for a little. I got it. That's a CD, bro. Nah. Oh man. You tell about that. This is how real we are. We know we got. We 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 in the we in the climbing the downloads and streams. I got. I actually went. Me and Twine. Chuck, we actually actually took the, the time to press up the physical copies for all the hardcore wow. hip hop fans like mm. the ride with the shit. One for the car, one for the crib, and one for the plastic. Turn, it, the class. turn, turn it around, cause upside down. Okay, my bad. What does it say? It's Let Me Brought This Beat. Mm. Hosted by DJ Alamo, Co- Coalition DJs. I got Crack on there. I got Sun One on there. PD Crack from State Property, that, okay, that Crack. Know. So yeah, you know, I got a couple Philly guys on there, and I'm just mashing. And it's like a kind of Jack and His Beat type of atmosphere theme. I'm going to go heavy on the gram just with my let me borrow this beat, you know, taking classic beats. I got requests from all types of fans. Doctors from Florida and paid me $1,000 to rap over their beat of their choice. Mm. So it, it's, it's, grew, it's grew of audience of its own. And I'm just, we, we, we packaged it up and we put it out. We, I, I, actually, I like that, man. Yeah. Leave one, leave wow. one here for us, please. That's dope. I, have, I haven't seen a, a, a I know. I know. long time. 20 hours a pop, though. Ooh, let's talk about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, G, don't hype that. Hold not, on. Not, not for the Flip the Script show, but... Hold on. <laughs> these joints going for 20 hours a pop. But the, listen, it's not for 20... It's for the content, but it's for the nostalgia. They actually have the whole CD with the insert. Right. That that whole way. Yo, if you don't get out of here with your ill talk, hey, look at that. I'm Listen, flip. You gotta know. I came already. up under puff. I, I had media training, so all this shit. I know how to rebuttal, throw it back to you when you want to get negative. Mm. Ask me the hard questions. I know how to bounce it mm. back, swing it over to G. Like you dealing with somebody that's been in the game since 2002, right here. You ain't been doing no do jack. I don't have mental issues. I'm not dealing with. I don't take pills and shit for mental health and all that. I got all my marbles. I'm still got my sanity. I know where I'm at in life. It's five, four, villain T. Twine, this is what we doing. I'm not working around with my head now like I'm a felt rapper. I'm still alive. Long as God give me the breathe breath in my lungs to get up every day and do this, then I'm still lit. I'm still lit. I'm still lit. Mm. I, just, just know, prepare yourself. <laughs> That's what's he's not hearing it on his end. The, uh, the sound effects you're texting us. Yeah, prepare yourself. Let me borrow this beat though. It's, it's available. Download on all streams though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, do your media training. All that's cool. You see, I, you see, I'm awake. I'm also media trained. I'm a media. <laughs> nah, but I know you're more <laughs> rougher. So let me get yeah, yeah. that out before you get in your bullshit. So I mm-hmm. know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I, I stay quiet. And let you finish. But I'm still gonna stay. I'm that, still gonna stay to my topic, nigga. I'm on. That I didn't watch the podcast. That you didn't watch the podcast. How did you know I didn't watch the podcast? Because you just said it earlier, nigga. It was a trick question. <laughs> you said it. I got you. All right, let's move on. Please, please. You're trying to party. Trying to think. <laughs> Yo, so, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, Philly's hair is different. So, you know, we, we did our research on 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 you. You know, what I'm saying, looked online, we YouTube and Google and everything. Did our Googles, and you know, I noticed that, you know, a lot of battle rappers online. A lot of making the band is online. Right. I didn't see a lot of uh, you know, Enes before that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of the fans make fun of me because I ask the same question all the time, but the people want to hear the story, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I agree. The childhood, the growing up. So right. let, let's go back to Philly. Let's go back to before the band, before the battle rap. Let's go back to the early Enes. Philly is a competitive state. And I, and I and I grew up in like a lot of parts of Philly, North Philly, Southwest. What I found sanctioned in Southwest at an early age. Mm. This was in '87. I was born in '77, so I moved to Southwest at 10 years old, which is the projects that like kind of gar- like haunted my skill and my style and just you know my swag and all that. So first p- part of life up until then was North Philly, 17th Edgeley, that whole thing. Diamond Street projects. You got Diamond Street King. He signed. 
dream chasers. He's like an extension of that side of that neighborhood. Mm. But when I moved to Southwest, that's where I got my swag, projects, that whole type of life. And then I found a, a big brother in Black Key. Black Key is a producer. It was also actually from my neighborhood, my project mm-hmm. complex. And um, he was uh, doing a lot of business outside of Philly as far as musically, he was a well-known producer. Then he scored his biggest placement, which was the DMX We Write Hair song. Mm. And you know, once he did that, that went platinum. So he was already edged his stone as in a platinum making producer. So off of that steam, you know, we had got we did this little deal with Ed Woods. You know, Ed Woods ended up to be the you know, uh, Nick Cannon's lawyer. Remember, Ed Woods had the whole TV show with him: Peter Guns, Corey Guns, Ed Woods, Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. So that was my lawyer early, early and on. But we were shopping it, but nobody was paying attention to the the music. They was all trying to get Black Key for his beats. So then, me and Black Key signed a production deal, and we thought that you know it would be right for the, it would go down like this as far as the chain of command, because he was the you know the most you know sought out producer at that time, and he was having mainstream success. It would all look right if I was under his production label. Mm-hmm. So I was never signed to Bad Boy directly. That's un, not beknownst to the to, to general public. I was always signed through a production deal, so I was never signed directly to MTV or Bad Boy. I always came in as a boss. Mm. And this is what I'm doing now with the five four billion T thing. So, just to bring up the speed, uh, I was doing my thing in Philly I, with the mixtapes and shit, going to Kinkos, pressing my own copies up, recording the music, writing down the track listing with a sharpie on the shit, getting my shit off for ten dollars. We went up to Apollo. I had joined a group with Black Key and his older brothers. So we started became a group. I hired my skills through there. Then, due to my my grade slipping, my mom thought it was best for me to get kicked out the group. So then Black Key took an interest in me and hired my skills, my solo career, and that's how the production thing was came. And then we just kept on that on that wheel until we until we got something, we got a hit. But, but prior to that, I was dealing with Beat Club, Timbaland, his imprint, he signed Miss Jade, mm. and th- them same people was manned by Roscoe P. Cochain was signed a Star Trek imprint. He had Miss Wanted, Most Wanted over there. He was all Philly Most artists. Wanted, sorry, so you gotta understand, in 99, I had caught a case, a drug case. So I was in jail that whole year where Philly was hot, beans, uh, the Roots, Eve, Most Wanted, mm. major figures, like, the industry came and just grabbed everybody that was like Philly was the hot spot at that time, 99, 2000 for rap. And I just missed that thing. So when I got out making a band, me and Black, he was still on that, that wheel. We, we, we had meetings with B Club, Timberland. He wanted to, you know, do something with me, but I was in the line. He had Miss Jade, he had Sebastian, he had Magoo. So he had a whole thing over there. So I had to wait. Then we was talking to DMX. He had Iceberg, a young Iceberg at the young age. If you look at the rec- uh, the video with Do You on there, Iceberg, a young Iceberg, the hit maker, what we call hit maker now, mm-hmm. Iceberg was signed to Bloodline Records. I was having talks with signing the Bloodline at that time too. But, you know, like a Willy Wonka out of a fucking movie, I get the Willy Wonka ticket to be a part of, you know, <laughs> the band shit. So I try out. And then the rest is history. But I was on the Philly grind with the mixtapes. I had my homies from the projects. We had the YHM mixtapes. We was getting them off 10 hours of pop. So I had the entrepreneurial ship from back then. But I always said to myself, all I needed was the light shine on me to go, you know, mainstream, to, to go countrywide so everybody would know my name. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got you to gotta be specific what you, what, you, what you ask God for. Because, I, you know, that time I said, I just want to be known. I just want people to know who I am. I rap, my face. 
I didn't say I want to be rich and I want to be well off and I want to start a business. You got to ask God specifically for these things. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And and I appreciate you, uh, you know, as being me. That was just the speed, John. Yeah, this, yeah, I don't way like deeper. speed. Let's slow it back okay, up. Okay, slow it back. So let's talk about your childhood, your parents, your siblings, okay. how you grew up. That's what. That's how we started. Y'all getting deep like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. get deep like that. We don't, You just did the whole thing and I allowed you. I watched you and in my mind I wrote down, I'm going to get them. <laughs> I mean, so you try to do the speed quick. Let's all right, speed racer. Let's tell us about your childhood, your mom, your dad. That's what. That's how we do on flip the script. That's what I want to know. I come from a big family on both sides. My mother and my father. My my mother's actually ten years older than my father, so she's a she was a cougar. Okay, all right. So we gonna start there. I was born in '77, the year of the God. Two sevens, God. Mm-hmm. That's God's year. So I'll be 43 this year. Still look good. Still, you know. Handsome, good, thanks. So, because you know, my father, he comes from you know Philadelphia is is is, is a blue collar city, is a commonwealth. So you know, my father went to the service at an early age. So he, you know, when he came off for the navy, he had a job with the city national park service. Mm. So would you watch trading places and you, the Liberty Bell? He his company takes care of that ground, that sacred ground, Independence Hall, where they signed the Declaration. When he came straight from the navy with that job. My mom was already a registered nurse, so they had career. They was career orientated, both of those guys, but they had, you know, a struggle past with with alcoholism and drug abuse. My mother, the drug abuse, and my dad with the alcoholism. Mm-hmm. My dad is dark skinned so you know, dark skinned guys wasn't really the particular thing back in those eras. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't good looking, but he was a hard worker and he had his shit together. And my mom, being older, she was looking for some more stability, so she got with a nigga fresh shot the fucking navy with a fucking good paying job, like my dad. Like I said, he wasn't the best looking, but he had stability, and that's what all females from back that era was looking for: stability and security. So she rode with that, even though she had her own bag because she was a, a registered nurse. So they came together, you know, bang. I, I already had an older sister from a previous situation that my mother had. So, you know, I was the second child. My sister is nine years older than me. So she was the first, I was the second, then I had a little brother. He currently stays in New York. So it's all, it's three of us. And we came up in a dysfunctional joint, but my mother and father are still married to this day. They married seven years after I was born, 84. They've never been divorced. They're still married to this day. They separated, but they've not, not divorced. When you say so, I'm not a bastard child. I am. A, I'm, I'm a guy. I didn't, I didn't one accuse of those you dudes. being one. I'm a king. But when you when you when you when you use the word dysfunctional, what what do you put? What did what does that pertain to? I mean, it don't have to do. It really don't have to do nothing with financially. It's just dysfunctional. The alcoholism, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the, the just being up late and my mom and my dad arguing for my dad being infidel and not coming in when he's supposed to. Those things that some of these things that I deal with in my adulthood now. Sure. So like those, some of those things be hereditary and you try not to go down those paths, but something seems to just take harder to shake. And that's where we have therapy and those things. But when I say dysfunctional, I mean coming from an economical standpoint. I'm just coming from, you know, my dad, you know, he going in this binge and he not being around. He not chastising me. I'm raising basically in a family all about all women. So I got those kind of women tendencies. So he's trying to break me out of that because he's been to the Navy and you got to be a man. So I dealt with all that. Insecurity issues, not having a traditional good looks, going through school, not having the clothes. But my 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 mother and father always prided themselves on education, so they 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 pushed me all the way through. So I actually went to a good school in Philadelphia, which was Central High School, same high school 
that Bill Cosby and Cassidy went to. That's why we all good with the words because we, we listen in English class and reading. That's why we all know how to read and write very well. Me, Cassidy, I ain't going to say Bill. He's in another realm. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. So it, it, you had to take a test to get into that school. But one of my uncles was, he, he was already invested a career in uh, education. His name Ricardo Curry. So at this time, he was already moving up in, 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 in the education system, scholastic system in Philadelphia. So by the time I got to Bartram, which was, the, I got kicked out of Central for not for being short a couple credits. I started acting up during my, 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 my later years, my 11th, my senior year, my uh uh, junior year, I was kind of acting a little crazy and shit. But it was dude, I was acting out because pot wasn't there. They was separated. That whole, that whole neighborhood shit that we all go through. We gotta find ourselves. Mm -hmm. But then you know, the group was my kind of like the burn rush. The group that I joined with Black Key was kind of like my brotherhood, and that's why I found to be accepted. And you know, my talent spoke for myself, and that's where my my star shine brightest at. So then I took an early liking to that, and at fourteen is where I start. I first craft my own rap, you know, because up to that point I had been singing everybody raps off the radio. Well, I know this rap. I know this rap. But at, at the age of 14, I really came home from school and I set down my first rap. I don't know it, so don't ask me it. But that's when I thought, I'm really going to do this with my life. I'm going to write music. I'm going to be a writer. Mm. And that's what we all are. Some niggas is from the street. Some niggas backpack rappers, but we are all writers. And that's what we get paid to do. When the check gets cut, it's get, get chucked because we are writers. Right. Mm. <clears throat> Who were you playing back then at, at you know, at 12, 13, the 14? The usual Big Daddy Kane, LL Cool J, Rakim, mm. Bell Biv DeVoe was a hot commodity. I was also big in R&B. Like a lot, unbeknownst to a lot of people, I wrote a lot of R&B material on a band album. Mm. Sarah wasn't a good writer. Not saying she couldn't write, but she wasn't that much of a good writer to write urban music. Right. The look that Puffy was going for. So a lot of the, the musicality things that concerning Sarah with her singing and doing R&B, me and Babs pinned those lyrics for her to make it sound, they had a swag and Mm. You know, something happens when she, you know, Sarah comes from Port Heron, is a suburbia of Detroit. It's not Detroit where they shot, you know, Eight Mile and Eminem all of them, even though she was in the movie. If anybody looks at Eight Mile, Sarah's in the movie. Boy. At the last part of the movie, with, before before uh, Papa Doc forfeits the mic, Sarah is to the right of Eminem mm. from the band. She's she's in Eight Mile. Wow. Okay. So we, we have a mainstream, like our impact, we didn't sell a lot. We topped at 533,000 units worldwide, but our impact is still spoken of today where I'm not walking, I'm not, pink, I'm not, I told Puff I ain't walking for no cheesecake. I told this, I ain't walking for, even Kanye, people don't know this about me, me and Kanye, we had a real good relationship up until the band. I had uh, invited Kanye to come to the band house when we was living in the village mm -hmm. on 7th and Charles Street. I had knew him from a, a mutual friend Plain Pat, Ferris Bueller. They was two ARs that worked at Dev Jam currently. They was a good friend of Kanye. Me and Kanye met. We hit it off. I told Kanye to come to the Making the Band house to submit beats for our album. At that time, Mr. Bentley was our den mother at that time. He kicked Kanye out and told him we couldn't have no visitors. And then Mr. Bentley ends up signing the good music two years later. So you see how that whole shit, like, like the band is always in that line in Kanye's song. Through the Wire, story on MTV, but I ain't trying to make it. But that is from that experience. Mm. We got turned away coming to the Making the Band crib. How you feel about Kanye now, though? I mean, you know, Kanye is Kanye. I remember like, trying to introduce people to Kanye. Yo, this is Kanye. He lit. He got the beats. They're like, all right, that's cool. What's up with Just Blaze? Mm. I mean, it was to that point. 
Right. People got to know. I came out. We came out in two thousand three. Through the wire came out in two thousand four, February tenth uh, of two thousand four. Our album came out September thirtieth of two thousand three. So you got to understand me, G Unit, Fifty Cent, and Kanye. We was all on the same promotional runs. So if we would go, come into Atlanta, come into the studio, going to one hundred seven point nine. Fifty is coming to going, or Kanye is coming to going. So we coming in, meeting Fifty coming out, or we coming out meeting Kanye and Fifty coming in. So that's like my graduating class. Freeway, Kanye, 50 Cent, and uh, yeah, Freeway, Kanye, and 50 Cent in the band. We all came out like around the same time. Mm-hmm. So we would see them all the time on our promotional runs doing radio and shit. So let me ask you a question. So do you feel like, to backtrack a little bit, because a lot of kids in their home when their father's not attentive, they tend to run the streets. Do you feel that that, that was your issue? That was you know, my issue. Because your father wasn't, you know... Uh, because you said that he'd go on his binge, so that means that he probably would be away for a while and stuff like that, and he probably wasn't attentive. I wasn't one of those kids, though, that, like, my pop ain't doing. I was, you know, I was born nine years after my sister, so okay. I was a loner from the rip. I never right. had nobody up here. Now, she was my older sister, and she gave me a lot of my swag because she was, like, my first real um, exposure to hip-hop, doing the graffiti, wearing the gear, mm. the, 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 the shell tops with the New York laces and all that, the swag, the bamboo earrings. That was my sister at an early age. So I got my swag from my older sister. But then where she you know, took off in graffiti, I took off with the rap and the breaking and the next aspect of it. I, my, my, my focus was there. But like I said, it wasn't. I wasn't dysfunctional because I always was a smart kid. I always, I, I wouldn't say I... I, I it was more financial, me fitting in. Like I said, me not having the, the traditional good looks, the curly hair, the fair skin. I try to have the, that was my way to shine, the rapping shit. So I lashed out doing street shit to buy my shit the clothes to be accepted. Got it. Got it. Understood. So it wasn't like, my, oh, my dad, my mom, they ain't paying me no attention, so I'm going to go out here and act up. Nah, I need polo, guests, and Timberlands, like everybody else in school got. They not giving it to me. I'm out here with it. How did you get in the street, though? Just like that. That's what turned me to the street. Not having, trying to keep up with the yeah, Joneses. No, I heard, not I heard, I heard that part, but, but you don't have to say names, but who put you on? Nobody put me on. It's just, it's either you do or you don't. You not just, when you just woke up one day and it, bought a pack to sell it? Nah, it's either oh, you okay. walk to the store, yo, what are you doing? We're going to fuck you up every day. What's up with you? Are you with us or are you doing whatever? Because when you're doing whatever, we're going to punish you. Okay. So what are you doing? You okay. with us? So that's how you got down. Basically, it's, it's, it's like it's almost like that type of thing. Even in gang neighborhoods, yo, you you live in a crip neighborhood, but your school's in blood neighborhood. So what are you going to do if you're try, not trying to be a gang? They're not trying to hear that. So you got to you got to defend yourself. You got to fight them off, bro. I'm trying to do this. Cool. I respect y'all. Y'all doing that. So that was kind of my thing. I got into it, got in trouble. Nah, that ain't really for me. It only took me one time to go to jail. 11 months and a half, I was done. I'm a writer. That's how, what I How am. you got caught? What, what happened? What did you do? I, you know, just, just, I, just... I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay, well, we call, used to call a trap a crack house. So I was working out of a crack house. Okay. Just like any uh, uh, guy my age around that time in 1997. Working out of Coke Crib. We had it popping. We had competition. So you know what that comes with? People calling the law, doing that shit, trying to get the competition out. Mm-hmm. A lot of street niggas, I ain't calling the law, but let a nigga that you know get busy set up a shop around the corner from you. Niggas be calling the law. Instead of taking it to the streets, they call the law. They mm-hmm. call the law. So it was a popping crew not too far from us, heard about the numbers we was doing. 
And they sent the law also on this. But, 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 so my experience was the whole movie thing where they crashed through the fucking drone with the rope and they had the riot gear and the SWAT mm. and they caught me coming out the back and they slammed me and they took me back in the crib and slammed telephone books on my head and questioned me <laughs> yeah. and interrogated me. No real shit. Bend the mic back up. Oh, yeah, you're right, excited. Right. So my thing is, and I, I like that, I, I can, I, can env- I envisioned it. Okay. Right? But stop. Where did you get your information that the, that that you you guys were told on? How do you are you just saying that to say it, or you know for a fact that somebody snitched on us? Just I mean, on us? Like you 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 come on, bro. You're yeah, from dude. the street. Like it ain't. No, no, on, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and draw this street. out for you. I'm you from already the street, but know. Matt, I wasn't there though. We are hustling. Is another crew that was already there in the neighborhood. We set up shop not too far from them. They know that we are backed by some serious dudes. So they can't come at us this way. So the only other way we could come at us is the other way. But you ain't say y'all was nah, back by the Nah, I know dudes. for a fact because we had shifts. I had a 12-hour shift. Mm-hmm. Somebody else had a 12-hour shift. Okay. And the way I got caught was being a nice guy, doing a double. So after I worked my 12 shift, mm-hmm. my man said, I don't be outside. I got the graveyard. I don't be out to party. I can't bop. I can't spend the bread. Cool. <laughs> I do a double. Go out, spend your bread, have your money, have fun. The day I did the double is when the cops decided to raid. Mm. And nobody sold to no Nah, the, another nigga on the shift, like, no, nah, they they around the corner, like 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 niggas told. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm. I got other correspondents in the crack crib around the other corner. Got See, it. we all from niggas from our hood, niggas from other hoods come get niggas from our hood to hustle inside of their spots. So that's what they was doing. So the other niggas at the other spots. Was my niggas, but they still competition because it. it's not us. It's the it's it's the the dealers that we're working for, that's that's going to war. You see what I'm saying? So it's just it's it's strategic and it, you know niggas tell and shit like that. Got you. And you got locked up and you got you copped out. To, you copped out. Yeah, I copped out of plea. It was my first offense. Eleven had twenty three in the county. I didn't take no state time. That's the only time I've been incarcerated f- for for a length of time. Mm. Mm. A little under a year. And you was. How old were you at that time? You said it was nine seven, right? How old were you? I was twenty. Twenty years old. And the band came in in two thousand two. So my thing is, which was I, like two years later. So you 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 were incarcerated. You come home right now. Before you was in, you got incarcerated, you was rapping. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get incarcerated because somebody told you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm a violate this guy, man. I love him, man. I'm gonna get at him. For what? What, what are you doing? Because he get on my nerves, man. Now <laughs> he my man. So. You got to know what I'm talking about, though, when I, I, I say told. You're When I, I say I'm telling, man, it's not they actually went to the cops and said, yo, they're selling drugs around there. I know. They set it up. I got, I got you. I, I'm with you. I got everything. I just wanted you to say that you was backed by some serious people to make me understand that why they didn't take it to the streets first. Because Philly is known for taking it to the but streets. But you know why. You know they would have became in their guns That's what I'm blazing. saying. That's, that, that's what my mind. I didn't have to tell you that. You're but from I the street. I wanted you to tell me that. Why? Because that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna come up with hypothesis in my mind, like, even though I know it. When I went to Philly, I drove a Philly. In See, a, too a, much a, talking it gets me have to answer questions after that. Damn, you saying too much up there, bro? I hear you. I hear Flip. I know what y'all doing it for. This is what the talks I get when I leave. Respect here. to them. No disrespect to them, but respect to them. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, bro. You saying too much? Am I right, D- Money? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, to a certain extent. 
But that's what you have to watch you the show. But you season, you, you've been around the game for a while, so you know what the answer is. That's not the season shit. That's why you should have watched the show, because you would have watched it. They would have told you, yo, when you go up there, Queen Flip has a tendency. You talk about skits and shit. I ain't playing. I'm going to ask any question. It's up to you to answer it, and I know what you meant. I just want to know why niggas ain't turned up, because I want the Philly at a young for, age. For your viewers... I was backed by some serious guys. When I drove up to Philly <laughs> okay. at a young age, I see a nigga get... I drove in a, a neon, nigga. <laughs> that little stupid little red shit. I remember I drove to Philly. I was about 17. I see a nigga... I see niggas run up in a spot and, and bust some out. I pump my gas station. I'll never forget it. And that's always my vision. Philly get crazy. What the hell are they doing? I watched that whole shit too like this. Mm. I was scared I ain't gonna lie. Like, damn, what the niggas turn around and get me? Nigga? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you doing here? Nigga, we know you're not here. Nah, it, it go down gas. there, but it's just like... I go to other places. Like, yo, go down here. He's like, all right. So, mm. moving forward, you come out. You come home. Now, when you come home, what's the next step from coming home? You come home, what's the next step? Walking off my probation. Trying to you know, walk the paper off. Got it. So, that's like that's basically my whole thing. But then, two years later, I had three years probation tell to walk off. Two years later, to make it a band shit. So, I spent my whole last year on a run on the show to mm. where I had to go to Puff Light. Yo, dig this. If y'all take an interest in me, I gotta go back to Philly. I gotta check back in. They looking for me. So where Puff wrote Letterheads, yo, we really this boy has potential to make to make what we doing. He has a potential to be to make the actual group to go all the way with our competition. Mm. It would be wise if you can let him and it work. Until where they like, stay the fuck up there. Philly jurisdiction was like, <laughs> you with him? Stay the fuck up there. To where my probation officer now runs a floor in the probation because of, you know, on papers like this guy went from being a criminal to now he's on the TV. It's my tutelage. Yeah, promote me. So now you're trying to say you got a probation officer promotion. No, nah, this is not. This, this is not. No, nah, this is not. This is not. I'm not speculating. This is facts. I got in trouble in the last two years. Went up there, was on probation, and he had he had the gun on the floor, walking the floor. Like, yeah, I got a promotion after you. He told me this to my face. Hmm. He used that to get a promotion. Are you cool with that for your viewers? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> good. Sounds good. So, nah, but how did you hear about the band, though? How did you hear about it? How did Just you... one of my OGs. Bro, you need to go down there. Puff holding the competition, man. They, Puff ain't got nobody. I'm like, Puff got G-Dub, he got Loom. He ain't got nobody. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, well. And then I went down, I, I actually um, I actually auditioned twice. Uh, twice, uh, no, actually three times. Once in Philly, the line was wrapped around the corner. I only got like 20 seconds to spit. They was like, next. Hmm. And then I had befriended Jay Black, which was a uh, program director at 103.9, which is the sister company to Pi 99 in Philly, which mm -hmm. held the whole competition with MTV and uh, Bad Boy. So that was like the parent, that was like the radio station that was, you know, doing the marketing and strategy right. in, in that area market <laughs> for the show. So, you know, I had befriended him. He was like, give it another crack, man. They, they coming back around again. They doing auditions. Puff doing the making the band shit again. And he did it again. And, you know, people, a lot of people was discouraged. The line wasn't that long. Well, last time, the first time I got 20 seconds. This time I got a minute and a half to spit. So they put me on a callback list to, to, to audition in, in Philly, 42nd Street. Got the callback. I was in Redden at the time, which is almost like two hours away from New York at 11 o'clock. The callback was 2 o'clock in New York. Hmm. I think I left Redden at 2 o'clock, the actual callback time. It took me another two hours to get there. I got there probably like four or five. Walked past the line, knocked on the door. Little part of the staff, one of the 
people from the staff came to the door, told them my name, Lloyd Mathis. They was like, oh, you call back from Philly. You next. So I went straight from the street to in a line audition for Puff, wow. late and all. How do you prepare for, for, for audition like that? Like, I didn't. You... I fell into a bunch of equipment right off stage. <laughs> that was my first experience. For real? Yeah, it's online. You can see it. He said, say your name. Say where you're from. Nurse, Philly. Went to my whole rapper act thing. Miscalculated the space of the stage and oh fell into God. a drum set, a xylophones, <laughs> a guitar, a mic stand, oh, mic. Nah. I was so embarrassed. But I got, I got up and used that anger to fuel my performance and my audition. Mm. And then I went back to the green room where we was all being held. Rain Man was there too. Rain Man was there too. RJ Payne. You know, he had his resurgence in the rap game of late. He was there. He was he was one of those people trying out for the band. As well as uh, Shiz Lansky. He was part of the Cassidy crew. Larceny family. Him and Akbar and Cassidy was also a group. So these dudes that had records already. Not Rain, but Shiz Lansky was already on the Rough Riders compilation already. He was trying out for making the band. So I didn't feel bad about being there. Because I'm like, you got records out on labels. Mm. What you doing here? He right. like, man, I'm trying to get it. Smack DVD wasn't out that time. Nah, they didn't come out until after my battle with Jay Mills had aired on MTV. That's what spawned the whole battle shit. That's why I don't know I get left out of a lot of conversations. It was me and Jay Mills. Then it was Mook and Jay Mills. Then it was Loaded Lux and Mook. Then it was Miles and I started the fucking family tree of this shit. Let's talk about it. Mm. What do you want to say? Because you wasn't there. I don't remember you on that timeline. Mm. What timeline are you talking about? The whole smack, me, Mook. I was, Jay Mills. Are you, are you, are you out your mind? You I wasn't there. I was. You probably didn't know me, but I was there. I was young there. You wasn't there. I was there when Mook battled. Um, what did Jay he Mills. battle at? Right across there. from what? What store? Don't matter. I was there. <laughs> what I'm saying? You don't I was know. there. I was there. <laughs> I was there. And T Rex battled on Casa there too, nigga. Who you talking to? I was there. That was around the corner. I was there on the basketball I was court. There. That wasn't in front of Jimmy Jazz where Murder Mook battled with Jay Mills. Murder Mook. We not on the same timeline. Hold on, hold on. So, so we not on the same so timeline. Your, before flip. you question me, get your timeline right, nigga. Because I was there. I, I was there watching T Rex and mother. And I was there. I saw Jay Mills and, and when they when they because you stuttering. When Jay Mills and Mook battled, they shut it down. They had to shut it down. Was what was going on? I knew Smack. Smack had shot for Stack. What are you talking about, nigga? I was around. Are you okay. dumb? Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> you talking? I was right there. I was a kid. Bino, Stack, Bono. I remember being there. I remember they shutting it down. And then T Rex and motherfucker on Casa. What are you talking about? Mook battled Jay Mills on One Two Fifth across the street from Jimmy Jazz. And Casa battled T Rex. On 145th, around a corner. But why did they do that? On the east, not, not on the west side. On the west side. Why did they move the battle? Do you, do you remember? They shut it down from around exactly, 125th. Nigga, I was there. You wasn't there. <laughs> you mad? You mad because you, you trying to? There, you want to convince me that you started off a tree? Which I don't. I, I got to do my research. I don't know. I don't believe. It. I just gave you. The, I just gave. I don't it to believe. You. I still don't believe it. You're talking about that bullshit to me. I still. Don't I just believe gave it. it to you. I don't believe it. Let well, me Mook references me and J Mills battle and him and <laughs> J Mills battle. You let a nigga that walk for cheesecake. So yes, that battle was after me and J Mills battle. You didn't see Mook till you see after you seen Ness and Mills. Mm. So and like, I'm dot mob. So what you got to say about that? Dot my what now? What do you mean? Yeah, well, now. All right, all right, for the past year, I've been dot my. Those my family. Let's slow down, chill. Okay. Don't, don't bring them up. Them my niggas. <laughs> <laughs> we never go there. Cause I, that's, you try, you, you try, I'm not trying to use. I'm just trying to tell you what it is. You try to trick me into saying nah, something. Nah, I'm just trying to tell you what it is. So before you say something goofy, that is my family. 
first and foremost, <laughs> slow down. Second, second, second of all, at the end of the day, you know, your argument is being left out of the conversation. That's that, that's what the argument you just said. Yeah. I don't know. And that's a goofy argument, nigga. It's not a goofy argument. Because you left out because the impact was J. Mills and Mook, nigga. That's why. That was the impact. You talking all that bullshit to me. That was the impact. All that shit before wasn't an impact, I guess. It was an impact. We saw it, but it wasn't impact. I'm going to tell you why it was an impact. Because Mook and J. Mills, they both live in Harlem. If any given time they wanted to battle before my battle, they could have did it. Okay. That makes sense. Keep going. So they waited till our... Battle, me and Mills battle, and Puff was the ring meet leader, and we came up with the guidelines to the battle rap etiquette. The three rounds, the five rounds, sudden death. That if you stumble, you lose. If you don't give a flawless performance, you that type of shit. We gave the guidelines to the battle. We wasn't in front of a pool table. We did fight club did they battles in front of a pool table. Mm. This is things that we started. Talk spicy. Okay, shit, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Talk spicy. I like mm. you. I, I, I like your rebuttal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you a good rebuttal. I allow that. I'm, I ain't gonna. Nah, 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 nah. But shout out to those dudes. And but you know I get saying? it. I just get left out of the talk, and you know. Damn, give me my flowers. I don't wait till I'm dead. Give me my flowers Why do you, now. You, you left and Ness was around. Ness was around. Huh? Why do you think Ness was left out of the conversation though? Because I'm not from New York. Mm. And there's always been this rivalry with New York, Philly, Chicago, and Detroit. Mm. Does it On bo- everything. I'm not talking about rap, basketball. DJing, breaking, sound bombing, boxing, basketball, basketball football. Oh. We have that rivalry. Chicago, Philly, New York, and Detroit. Or could it be the fact that you can back the mic up a little bit? You just put it too close to your chest. Could it be the fact that when you did the band and stuff like that, and you was on the band, could it be the fact that you didn't take battle rap serious because you looked like you had a deal? So that all of a sudden, when it, it, it by the conversation, it looked like when things start to go backwards. Okay. Now you want to go back to that direction. But when you had the deal, you was in Puff, you wasn't claiming battle rap, were you? Okay, I'm about to fry you. I'm asking you. Tell I'm about me. To fry you. 2008, I got my second deal with Bad Boy. Mm. Won a Music Atlanta group in 2006. I battled my sign in what? 2008. I, I didn't that. lose my deal till 2009. I was still battling with a deal when I didn't have to. Okay. Okay. Mook and them was on the undercard. Rex and them was on the undercard. I was the top seed at that time. I battled the goon straight home from jail. Me. Not nobody else. So you was and I didn't have to. I didn't. Ha- I had a deal. I was working on music. But what you don't understand about this whole music against the battle rap world shit is they brainwash you. When you get to the music industry, when you start making records and the business of making records, they tell you that battle shit stopped right here. Right at that door. Don't come in here with another punchline. We are in the business of selling records. So me by even doing the World Series of Hip Hop Battle in my sign was me staying true to the culture. I don't give a fuck if I got a deal or not. They called on Philly, I'm here. I got a deal, what's up? If Ness can come up, I I didn't care about Reed or Hattie or none of them. I said, they called on Philly, Ness will be there. And I had a deal, I could have played Hollywood. Oh, I got the deal now. We Puff told me that, that stops here. That's done, we don't, we're not doing that no more. But when they called on Philly and the Reeds and the Hatties and the NHs and them declined, who stepped up? A nigga with a deal. Why? I shouldn't have been there. I had so many soldiers ready to go up there and cut them niggas' heads off. And they didn't. And that's how I got back into the battle rap culture. I was out, all the way out. I only got back in when they called on my city and niggas started declining. And I couldn't make it look like that. Say that. Mm. 
So I was battling with a deal. 08, I was currently signed to Bad Boy Records. It's on YouTube. It's right here. I see it. It's I on saw YouTube. It. So don't say when it start willing down and start flickering out. You but came when you back. Were the bed, but you just nah. said it. You just said it wasn't you... flickering. I was on my second deal. You that just was my it... second check for right, Puff. I was up there from two, 02 to finish. 09 with one album. Nobody does that on a major. Only Ness can do that. I can't talk over mm. niggas. So tell me when you're done. I'm done. Like I said, when you was with the band, nigga, I ain't hear nothing about battle rap, nigga. And I watched you. Facts. We created the lane. I just told you, man. Right, Mills but still, you set the pace. Mook and them niggas was. They was, was doing what? What, what was they, they was doing? They was going that direction, building the fucking shit on the DVDs, nigga. Nah, while on. you was on fucking TV, nigga. Yeah, making records. All right, that's what I'm saying. So that's why they looking at every like battle that. rapper's dream. Let's not forget the battle that, rappers. We not goal, we didn't say that. The though. battle rappers' goal was to beat He's everybody in the competition. The battle right. rappers' goal <laughs> in the neighborhood was to was to eliminate all competition. Facts. Don't listen to his rhymes. Mine. I have the heat. Give me the deal. Facts. That's the end game. It wasn't to keep battling for the rest of your life. It was to get a record deal. So let's not sit here like Battle Rapper was the all and everything back then. It wasn't. It was, it was not, the stepping but, stone. But now, but I'm giving you a... a now it's mainstream. You want to say Battle Rap, woo, woo, woo. It I, wasn't that I'm then. I'm giving you the other side of the spectrum how your name might have been left out due to certain work that was put in while you had a deal doing your thing, what you were supposed to do. While you followed your dreams, nigga. I always got to come in and breathe life back to it. Me and Mills breathe life back into the first resurgence and then me and my son breathe left back into the second insurgence you didn't get arsenal and shotgun shield to after 08 you got you had mook rex uncasa you had shells you had me you had sam scarfo i'm the one who had i'm the one who brung fucking uh french montana up the bad boy to do the cocaine city shit when he was battling uh uh scar child and all them niggas up fight club he was asking the motherfucking, he was asking the motherfucking, uh, the, the, the interns up there, yo, who up there? Then that's up there, can I come get an interview? French Martin didn't even know what the fuck exotic weed was. We was buying cornbread and buying motherfucking Jay Spice and $100 sacks and $50 sacks and shit. Had that shit up there. And fucking French didn't know what the fuck it was. French did not see a bad boy studio until Ness brought him inside of a bad boy studio to do an interview. Mm. They asked him when you see him. If he say anything less, than, he's a liar. I'm not on the same timeline, bro. I mean, like, I mean, I got the the accolades and the money to show for it, but I was there. I was there. Nobody's questioning that. I'm I know you saying why I get talked out. Why I get left I'm not out questioning the talks. that at all. I, th I think it's that because people. You see, as soon as I came on, what did DJ G money do? Do 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 do, and that's why the whole industry looks at us as that. I ain't gonna play that shit. And that's how I already know. Y'all gonna come in with the doop, 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 doop shit, but they don't know what, what kind of grind Ness was on prior to the band. I was in the streets. I was getting locked up. I was in the penitentiary. I was going through a bunch of shit. So I was already seasoned. I was 25. I was almost too old to make the group. The group criteria, as far as age wise, was from 16 to 24. I was 25. I wasn't even supposed to be there, but I was so good, they just <laughs> had to let an old nigga in. But do you understand? What I'm saying, yes, you can see what I'm saying, that you followed your dream, and in turn, by you following your dream, the people that were keeping it going on the DVDs and having things going that was causing the DVDs to sell at one point, you know, they have what they say that they are the forefathers, regardless of what, because you were, you went off. What I'm saying, but basically what I'm saying, you are right, and I'm agreeing with you. And I'm agreeing with you as well. What I'm saying is it, the energy wasn't there like it is now. 
it was the, the energy wasn't built around being a battle rapper. I what I'm it. saying is you got some dudes, they're like, fuck making records. I'm not trying to be lit. I'm a battle rapper. Every day I wake up, that's my goal. I'm trying to get up there with Sue Surf and battle shotgun and all these colorful dudes. Nobody's trying to, I know some dudes, I, they don't do nothing. They don't make hooks, choruses, bridges. They don't go in the studio. They don't record every day, all day. Battle rap records. Yeah, I come in with the sick and then I blow. These, this is what these dudes doing because they see it's a lane for that. Mm -hmm. But you got some guys that, that, that transition into rap careers, budding rap careers outside of the battle rap, like Sue Surf and K-Shine and Arsenal. And these mm -hmm. dudes can do it both. And that's what I've been trying to show people to balance the whole time. You could do records and be on a, the, the major platform and still battle rap. I'm the first to do that. Not Mook, not Rex, not Arsenal, Ness. Battle rap with a deal, all on the line. Bought a thousand niggas with me up there in Harlem. So this is where the resentment from Ness come from, where the rivalry with the Philly shit come from. I went up there and told, fuck New York, suck my dick, I don't give a fuck. Even Puff said, like, how many niggas you had with you? Cause you, you was talking crazy. I had actually Puff Sean Combs say this to me. How many niggas did you have with you? You couldn't have been in Harlem talking that shit you was talking. I couldn't believe you got out there in one piece. Mm. This is the this is this is how I push it. And this is how I carry it. This is how I always carry it. But you know, they don't want to give me the light. That's cool. I jump back in for that reason. To show people I still can compete at a high level and that I still have the drive and I still have the energy to do this and chase it and get in there with the young talent and the ones that everybody's looking at. And the ones, all the viewers and the fans is holding up their jock strap. So what do you feel they should do? Give you your credit and, and say, like, Ness, you, Ness was... Now, I didn't want to get to this point because the whole thing is, this thing is based around a smack, smack thing. Okay, like I said, from World Series, you got to understand me and Smack's history. From World Series of Hip Hop, Smack was the cameraman. They documented that whole event. They got paid to do the camera work for that event. I'm okay, I'm right. So when they didn't, when when the people that promoted that event or put the money behind that event didn't come through on the financial promises, smacking them just did what they always do. We got the footage. New York versus Philly is out. Fuck it. They didn't give us the bread. And that's how that, boom. But you gotta remember, I was the headliner. Mook battle Young Hot, undercard. T-Rex battle Tech 9 undercard. Even Reese Still and Lady Luck, undercard. I was the top seed. This is in 08, not even 12 years ago. And from then on, who I battled? Iron Solomon, another legend. World supremacist. Arsenal. He was getting all these dudes except for Iron Solomon, T-Rex, and Murder Mook, and Math Hoffa. It wasn't a lot to where it's now. I jumped back and I said, who doing some shit on the battle rap? And my young boy sat back and they showed me all the shit that and then I did one block and talked shit and I was back in. My next battle was Iron Solomon right after my, my sign shit. So I have the ability at that time in my career, I had the ability to get whatever battle I wanted because they still hold me to that light. They don't hold me now because I don't do the things that a lot of people do. And DNA told me, shout out to Smack. We talked at the lockdown car. DNA was one of the persons that, you know, had one of the investors in, in what was Smack was doing in Philly there. He was like, bro, I was the, one of the main reasons I was one of the most proprietors for you. I wanted you to, I'm like, how y'all gonna have Reed Dollars, Cassidy, and I have Ness on a smack card in Philly? He said, I, I don't know. He was like, yo, we don't smack in them. They be, oh, we don't got his number. 
the shit was already done. We already did the battles. We already did the matches and woo woo woo. He was like, Ness, but you know what it is? I mean, I'm telling you, it's not your style. She says, so don't get me wrong. You don't blog enough. You're not vocal. You're not on the net. You're not on the internet. You're not, you, people don't know what you got going on. So niggas gonna think you cool. Oh, he cool. We, we don't need to book him. He all right. So, but why it can't be the fact that you lost to the nigga DNA at, at Summer Madness? And this is where my six degrees of separation story ends. From the energy off the my sign shit, from me going up there to tell fuck niggas and fuck New York and fuck this. In fact, they, 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 they couldn't wait for me to come back up the turnpike with that shit. Understood. So the DNA shit was like, ah, we got Ness back up here. We don't give a fuck what DNA say. This is New York against Ness today. Boo. Boo your ass. Boo, motherfucker. Last time we seen you came up here with 100 niggas talking about fuck New York and fuck this. We not letting you get out this building this day with this shit. You can say the hottest shit in America. Flames can come out your fucking mouth today. Boo, nigga. And we got Puff up top. Boo! And that was the energy that day. No matter what I said, DNA, you watch that battle again, DNA goes maybe 45 seconds without a reaction. Now, how did he kill me? Name one thing DNA did in that battle that you remember. Name one line. Give me a scheme. Give me a rebuttal. You don't know. It's my antics that make that, that, made that battle go to a million plus. Me showing out, because they didn't want to hear me rap. Say, you want to see me act like a fucking savage, a gorilla. This is what I'm going to do. Here, take this water. Cool down, y'all. <laughs> Cheesecake, she, I'm throwing shit up there. I'm pointing at pump, I'm doing all types of shit. Because I didn't want to hear me rap. <laughs> After I took that, then they was like, all right, Ness, you, you, you didn't took the hit already. You didn't sacrifice yourself. You back in. But it's just like Chris Brown crying at the BET Awards. You got to do something where they break you all the way down till they let you back in. And that was my Chris Brown at the BET Awards. DNA, get him the fuck out of here. We don't give a fuck what you say. We gonna supercharge every every bar, every line. We don't give a fuck, especially and this get the fuck out of here and get him the fuck out of here. The whole building niggas was saying it outside and didn't know the, the slogan. What? Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I don't know what they got going on in there. <laughs> I had Morton Mook coming to me after that. But yo, they hate like a motherfucker in there. And that's I don't know what the fuck is going on. I had New 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 York niggas in the building like yo, they on some shit today, Ness. They on some shit. I don't know what's up. So. That's the, the kind of situation that me and, and Smack talk. He was like, Swave Seven, which is my brother, which was also a nigga that was against me in the beginning. He's like, man, I ain't like how you came up here with the whole my sign, fuck niggas from New York shit. Then once I battled my sign, we kind of got close and we we, 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 we kind of built a relationship. And he was like, yo, you my nigga, fuck that. Smack right over here, talk to him. Swave Seven, yo, my nigga should have been on a card. Smack was like, facts, my nigga, facts. Call my number if you're serious. We can, we can, we can, we can, we can work this out. I'm like, are we cool? He was like, yeah. Why, why shouldn't we be? Same shit I asked him at the Cassidy. Shit, two years ago when y'all initially went to go book him. Smack, is we good? Smack said, yeah. Why not? Why shouldn't we be good? I'm like, I don't, you know. I was, I don't know why you ask questions like that. I didn't get it. Because I see Math Hoffa punch people and still be on Smack, so I don't understand what's the big deal. I see people fuck up their bread. Directly, not indirectly, and they have repeated appearances. I've seen people like Arsenal create a whole battle league, which in direct competition is smack. He still gets appearances. So what is my gripe over there? If I see people directly in competition with their company and people that damages their bread mid through the event and still gets paid to a performance fee to be on their platform, then what's the issue? So I have, I never did any of these things. Your last performance. 
because of the crowd, like you said, if you blame the crowd or whatever, it wasn't good on camera. It wasn't good. For, it wasn't good. Watched it. Booed you, boo. Pull out some. Cool. It wasn't. Cool. But, so how are they going to book somebody that, but I get what you're saying. A poster, Math Hoffa punches Sherry Jones. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That was, that, was that was years nah, later. Four events. That was years later. Nah, we talking about the principal. We, we have, I'm that was years later. So, on top so of that, me getting booed don't look better on camera than Matt, Math Hoffa punches Sherry Jones. It looked way better on camera. Come but, on, bro. But hold on. on. Hold on. And then what DNA said about you also, what DNA said to you also played effect in it. You wasn't blogging. You wasn't doing none of that. So I can see. Nah, he didn't say it. He said that after the fact. He said that last year in Philly to oh, me. Oh, last year. He didn't say that after the battle. But were you blogging after that? Were you blogging after that battle, nigga? Nah, but I came more vocal. I started doing my freestyles. I started having more presence on, on internet and on social media. All right, but were you, was anything with battle rap? Yeah, but not no smack appearances. At the end of the day, nah, 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 because I know, I know you and Smack good friends. This is not attack at Smack. No, no, I don't think I love, not, Listen, this, this is not me, where bro. I'm coming from. No, no, listen but you can't me, do that because you're going to paint an narrative right, right, like I'm right. doing that for Smack. <laughs> no, right. no, I don't want you to do that because it okay. has nothing to do with Smack. All right. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to explain to you from the other side of the spectrum. I get what you said. You have a valid argument. My biggest I, battle, I didn't look so well. Exactly. And cool. you're saying that how can Mav Hoffa punch somebody in the face? It would be his second time doing that on in front of Smack because he did it to Dose, right? And then he. Did it to Sirius Jones, but I think Math was out of URL for like three years from now. Nah, they just had did he just battled Calico the year later. No, some, he did not. No, he did not. Bro, I will get up and kick that fucking. Yeah, he kick his bro, shit. Bro, listen. Fuck out of here. He's bugging the fuck out. Nigga. Summer Madness one. Let me check it out. Summer Madness fucking one. Math Hoffa battled Calico. Math Hoffa got booed out the fucking building. He was the first to get booed. In Webster Hall. Let's check the timeline. Okay? Me, if anybody was following up to then, me and Math Hoffa had the storyboard. We was had the internet beef going back and forth. I said, who y'all got for me? Y'all better have Math Hoffa. You know what Smack and Beasley told me? He got fried. He got fried by Calico. He didn't do no blogging. He didn't do no explaining. It don't make sense. We have DNA for you. So the way the battle came in, it was left field. Okay. It was like... The scraps that we got left over. Yeah, DNA, we got to give the young boy a shot. Give him the vet. It was that one of those things. The storyboard, the better battle, the sits on paper, was Ness and Nath Hoffa. That was the battle that was supposed to go on. But prior to him getting killed, the Calico, a year later, Summer Madness won. They didn't feel like he had enough worth to be up there on stage with me at that time. So then they insert DNA. Like I said, it's a different timeline, it's a you're different story. You're talking about punching. You just pull the mic towards you because you're blocking nah, my camera. What I'm saying is, you're blocking my camera. This one was. Right, let me talk my. Let me talk my shit now because I just heard you. It was a very good point. You just said, nigga. <laughs> Math Hoffa punched Sirius Jones in the face and got back on stage. Yes, that's that's the example you use, nigga. Yes. So that's the example I'm going off of. Yes. I'm going off of that. And I told you, after he did that, he was banned off of URL for a while. A while, but he, he eventually it came back. He's, he, and you eventually came back too, nigga. He was on banned, you battled Steve, all that shit. I just saw it, nigga. You forgot? Nah, that wasn't, a, that wasn't, okay. All right, cool. You you got a valid point. But look at the drop. Summer Madness 2 to fucking D-U-A, D-O-A. Okay. That's a pity battle. Like, okay. All right, Ness. Let's okay. see what you got going on now. So why? So you with the tantrum <laughs> shit? Did you see what I'm saying? It's not. Open that door so this fly can get out. Cause this fly pissing me off. It's, it was. It was a pity battle. It was like you know what I'm saying. And, 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 and that battle, because I, 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 like I said, we all at the same timeline. It, that wasn't Smack's battle. Smack didn't come in the building like, yeah, I got Steams and Ness. He came in like, 
Where's my bread? I'm just getting paid to get on stage and do my smack shit. Oh, let's balance Steve's? Oh, that look good on paper. It wasn't like he was knowest of the the, the the whole event and who was matched up. He get, got a paid appearance fee. They put their name on it. Smack, B-U-A. Smack, sit up there. Here's your bread. Do your smack shit. Announce the battles. Go the fuck home. It wasn't a smack battle. I it was, it. we need to use Smack's name to throw this battle in Pittsburgh. Got you. So, do you mm. think that, do you think that, you and Mav Hoffa battle will still be interesting? Nah, not today. Not today. It has no value. But at that time, that was the the, the more sensible battle. But because he, he lost the Calico the year prior in Summer Madness 1, and he didn't do no blogging, and he wasn't vocal about his loss or win, or whatever thought he did, it wasn't. Now, it probably would be a little bit better because of his success with his podcast and shit like that. He's more visible. But back then... Without all this shit, the social media and Instagram and how we get it down and people take shots at each other and drag each other now, that wasn't back then. So we had a, we had a, like a, uh, a natural, like shit going on, like a storyboard. Like our beef was like it was internal. It was it was real. We was taking shots and shit like that. And then they was like, Nah, we're not gonna give you math. He ain't do shit. He got killed. We ain't seen him. We ain't heard from him. We got DNA for you. So it does it does it bother you that other people from Philly, like the Reed Dollars, get on certain calls and you didn't get on certain calls? Does that bother you? Because you, you don't seem like a hater, but does it bother you? I wouldn't say bother me, because I mean, as long as Philly's getting represented and we we got a place up there on this stage, I'm cool with that. Especially Reed, me and Reed came from we come from Southwest. We from the same neighborhood, Shout so I would never get up there like I don't like how they don't got Reed up there and they don't got me. Never. You'll never hear me say that. Because he's from Southwest. He's from the same litter the that I come closer. from. Fix he's from the same litter that I come from. This way. That's good. That's good. You had to, you had to bend it. Pull All right. He's from the same litter that I come yeah. from. So I don't I don't I don't I don't cringe at seeing any of these Philly guys Respect. up on a smack stage. But you feel that do you still feel that Ness should be called? Because Ness, you know, Ness, like you said, your words mm -hmm. started this shit, basically. That's what you said. Yeah. I didn't start battle rap, but I started the resurgence of who you currently. The resurgence, thank you. Who you so currently. So do you feel that when it's a card, especially if it's Philly or whatever? Philly card, definitely. I don't give a fuck about anywhere else in the world. Smack comes to Philly. The history we had from 08 up to now with the World Series of Hip Hop, how iconic that was. You cannot come to Philly and not. Even if I didn't like Ness on paper, I, Ness, Casty, Reed, Bill Collector. It just, you know, Respect. and from the performance that people put on that night, I could have did a lot of way better. It would have been more epic, you know what I mean, if, if I got up there and, and did my antics. But and all in all, it was a good card and, you know, it was a good turnout. But, you know, Philly is unhinged and they, we, we really didn't just show, show the event that love. I, I think it took smack a little bit too long to get down there to us. They went to every region but us. And Philly felt that energy like, yo, bro, you going to the last stop of the tour, us? All right, we about to show the fuck out. So you think that's what Philly people would think? <clears throat> that's how Philly people think. Nah, I didn't know. That's what I didn't think. I know I was in a crowd. What, what y'all feel about this? He took too long. We tipping. Nobody said that. I think you making shit. Like you freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> was Nobody we with Cassie that. the whole day? <laughs> we was with Cassie the whole day. Me and Twine, up until up until he got into. Well, I believe what he said, but you, you, you nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, Montana 300 with him. And he wanted to initiate the hit. And I 
I was going to get Montana 300 if he done made the hit. So Cassidy was with me that whole entire time. So Smack was like, yo, I appreciate nobody doing because it could have got ugly. They left, they was in when we left. Yeah, but see, they, they whisper about your victories and they, they yell your motherfucking, your losses, man. Mm. And when I win a battle, yeah, Ness, you should have did that. You've been, you been rapping about time. When I lose, what happened? He want to keep calling me. What happened? I heard it didn't turn out well. When I when I win, it's like, yeah, I heard you. You got over on board. That was cool. What are we doing tomorrow? Mm. When it's lose, it's like, yeah, bro. Like, you should have just did that one and got out. It's all these conspiracy theories why I should get out and stay out and not get back in it. And that ain't look too well. Yeah, I know the, the DNA outing was a bad outing, but. Okay. I know a lot of people were worse outings that they got back and climbed back up on that stage. All right. So then, what's the what's the issue with Enes? Then I'm I'm hearing the story. I'm trying to figure it out myself. I'm not sure if you, you got it. Nigga, not, attitude, but, nigga. You know, like I'm trying to figure out what why why everybody hate Enes so much. His attitude. Look like yeah. I'm still on around. Stage, get upset. I'm still around. Throwing and shots at Puff Daddy. Right. Nah, I ain't throwing no shots at Puff. On some man, did you didn't say you was pointing at him, nigga, getting mad at him? No. All I said was niggas think that I'm fucked up. I'm not. Big guy gave me a chance to write for him that. I had got a big check. Respect. In battle rap words. People say, yo, he coming at you, Puff. Nah, I didn't. But that's how New York take it, right? <laughs> we different. We take shit differently. Right, 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 right. We take shit differently. Nobody, let me let me just say, nobody okay. from outside of New York won that day. So don't sit up there like Ness just took the bazooka blow. He was the only one. Verb got fried. Mm. Puff put 10,000 in his opponent's hand, which was T-Rex. Facts. Everybody got fried from New York that I mean everybody got fried that was it was New York was on some shit that day. Y'all was unhinged. Y'all was like how Philly was when I battled Arsenal. Well Arsenal couldn't get the word out and he was being heckled and all that. Did you forget that you you, you just admitted that you said fuck New York at a battle, yes? I did, but I didn't say fuck New York as a whole. I'm talking about the niggas that I was going at, the bang bang boogie niggas at the time. Like fuck them niggas, not but what fuck you, New York. But what did you say? I love New York. What like, did you say though? What did you say? Mm. That could be it. Bitch ass New York niggas. Ooh, I oh, hate you. yeah, nah, that's that's it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's where it stems from. That's it. Because I like you. Let me tell you something. When I watch, that's I like you. That's it. I right like there. you. See, I didn't even know all that shit. All right, but listen. All right. Now you see, you're making excuses. Now I'm not making excuses, bro. I said that, and that was out of pocket. Because I should have been more specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But at nah, that time, sure. like I said, up, 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 up until the build up to that was me and my son blogging every day. Blogging every day, just going back at it, building worth to the to, to, did to the event. Say, he didn't say fuck Philly. Nah, but he did the worse. He he did worse. He went up there and sat in front of Cuban links. His family, females and shit, had drinks, passed them out, lit up the weed, and looked at my fight with Fred and had me in a frozen in a, a chokehold for like a good ten minutes. That's not worse. Like to say. this can't be the nigga I'm battling tomorrow. That was it. That's worse than saying fuck a whole, bu- a, a whole, a whole. Nah, it wasn't that. I'm saying fuck New York. It was the energy. Like I'm up here on this type tip. Not like I'm ready to get busy, but I did have niggas get ready to get busy. What I'm saying is like I came nah, up with mentality. I see. I, I, see, I, see, what, I see what it is now because there was an artist that that I knew before who came to came to Queens and he he said something similar to that. And after that, everyone kind of just dubbed him like Nah. I see. But that's not how I feel. <laughs> that was the energy for that battle. I know. Like I had and, to play a certain character. That was. But my... people didn't know that. Have you ever explained that, Ness? Nah. Nah, I didn't. You never explained it. Nobody never explains a lot of shit they say. Arsenal explained half the shit he say. <laughs> Why did you bring up Arsenal? Because he says a lot of out-of-pocket shit. The niggas well, don't check him. Like, did you think that Arsenal said some shit? 
Shot shotgun says some shit about proof getting shot dead hold homie on. shit. And look so what happened. Niggas cross the lines all the yeah, time. But hold on, but so hold don't on. say make it seem like yo that no, was no, but, out of but pocket. They, but they, I think they, <laughs> I think that they expected and put, the, they expected and took whatever came with that as what it is. As with a energy. grain of salt. But you saying that you're saying certain things and you're you're forgetting how you came off. You're saying certain things and forgetting that you said fuck New York. And then you did a battle in New York. No, I said dirty D, I said dirty dick BX niggas fucking the same broad. Ooh, uh, I said uh, uh, some some New York niggas. Ooh, I hate y'all. I didn't say fuck niggas. I right, said hold on. Ooh, wait, wait, I wait, hate wait, 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 hold on. Listen. And that actual line is like a, a, a like a piece from a cartoon. It's like almost elf from like ooh agony. Like yeah, I yeah. took that whole line from that thing and just said. But you know how we petty. A nigga cannot say Philly fuck Philly. Petty too. A nigga cannot say fuck Philly and go on stage and rap. Niggas did it. Who? A lot of people. Said fuck Philly and go on stage and rap? <laughs> Not with all them niggas that had behind me when I interviewed Reed, nigga. Jada Kids did it at Powerhouse. And then he cleaned it up and said, don't try to turn Philly against me when him and Mac was going at it. He cleaned it up instantly, nigga. Because niggas start throwing shit at him. Yeah, did you clean it up? Nah, but I had exactly. hundred niggas with me. Exactly. I didn't have look to clean you, it look up. Look what you shining on, nigga. Yeah. So now when they. And then on top of that. I'm. Queens. Flip. Yes. I'm I'm going off the energy that I was being given. I was given all, all the energy. I was being looked at as a cookie cutter guy from a reality show that walked in Brooklyn for cheesy that got sunned by Puff. Yeah, to, to, to New York. You already getting sunned by one of us. One of our top dogs making making y'all go fetch him shit. So like you a little nigga. So the energy is we official street niggas, Cuban links, my sign, we linked up with 50 with the bang bang boogie shit. We that. all way in. We cut. We wolves. We savages. We gorillas. This little nigga right here, we just see him walk for cheap, fight, get chokeholes and shit. That bothered me. So mm -hmm. I went up there with that energy. It but wasn't that, fuck New York. No, fuck these New York niggas. This, per these group of guys. Cuba Links, yeah, you can get another one on your cheek. I said all that. I ain't had no picks that day. Everybody got it. I cut Smack out too. Well, Smack, Ness, who you think? Who you think gonna win Smack? I had a chip on my shoulder from the rip, from the energy that was being given to me through the blogging. Like, he's not he's not even a man. He's a little nigga. Who's not the man? Me. They're saying he wasn't. Uh, mm. Like, he ain't cut from our claw. I, no, I understand. Cuban Links is like having interviews. Yeah, Ines, I don't even know what type of. It was like, ew, like Ines. Like, how do y'all dare? Bring him up here and put him with one of my guys. It was that type of energy. So that's when you get the fuck news. Cause it was it was a gang up thing to me. It wasn't like it wasn't like that's been up here with Puff in there four years. It was nah. That's the Philly nigga. Did him. But you also can see why the the fans. You can see why. And I that, took that one. You, you did. I took it. Okay. Okay. Move on. All right, my fault. I just wanted you to. I just wanted you to take accountability. Today's accountability. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this. And this, this, this how we gonna end this. Puff, I'm rapping in Philly. Up until that time, I was 23, 24 years old, rapping for Philly niggas. Everybody top dog from Philly. I fell in front of Puff Daddy, and rapped for him. And he said, "Come on." With that, I always be loyal. Understood. With that, I always be loyal. He told me he already sat me down, told me what game is. He said, next you're going to get fucked. Not literally intercourse-wise. I'm talking about industry-wise. Like, I got fucked. Russell got fucked. We all got fucked. We had to get it right. It had got so bad to my career, I was called the shiny suit man. I was doing spot dates and clubs for 2500 Ness. I had to turn my shit around. You're going to get fucked. This is the game. You're a black man. This is what it is. You come up here with a mixtape or demo, I'm going to sign you like the first day I heard you.
Puff is the one who kept me up that label for seven years with one deal, not nobody else. Compared to anybody else, I would have been 86. The guy who's the actual head that owned the label that started the company is the one who kept me up there all them years. He was my support team. Other guys had other guys from the group. That was my guy. And that's why I faced all the issues, the fighting, the jealousy, the being pointed, the leader and all that, because I, that was my that was his pick. Harv had Chopper. And, you know what I mean, other guys had other people. But when it came to Puff, Ness, Ness, that's my guy. I don't know who y'all got. That's my pick. Mm. So let's go back a little bit now. So, like, when did you know um, you were a part, part of the band? And it came to me early. Bro, this is this this is like your little uh, crash course. This is like your little boot camp shit. Do this because we got big plans for you. Mm. So I was, even before I made the group, I knew I was going to make the group and get a solo deal after that. They was coming to me behind the scenes, taking me out of the band house in the middle of the night. Like, come, Puff, why don't you come right for him? Studio. I haven't even made the group. I had to be on call at boot camp for 6 o'clock for, for the physical workout. Mm -hmm. And they was calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, Puff, love your pen. Come on. They was coming send a car for me. Like, yo, they, they, you already picked, bro. Just go through the act. Do the shuff, chuck and jive. Sweat it out. Act like you don't know what's going on. Right, right. But you're already here. You're with us. That was second season before we actually got picked. So this is where you see all the fights and shit come from because the other members of the group start seeing the favoritism. Like, they like mm. us. Fuck. We fucked. We mess. So, you know, that, that, that strained our relationship with the other members. Tell us about a time you you and Puff was chilling like like one of your best memories of you you and Puff like in the studio or you guys just hanging out whatever like your best memory with Puff. I just remember the nigga being like you know what I mean it's just here Scorpio like I am so we pieces of shit we petty <laughs> we very angry people. Puff has high blood pressure like I do now and mm. then I didn't that back then he did. You gotta understand a lot of strain for being uh, a millionaire. This is a lot of responsibility and a lot of commitment. So just to make it short, one time we in the joint and you know we in the, you know we in the studio. I'm smoking weed. Yeah, you know she got that dumbass shit from Philly. Oh, that's some hammer, puff, some shit. I got some shit. I hadn't smoked Branson up until that point. The mm. nigga had left the studio, sent the fucking intern back with him with the shit. So he comes back with the whole, you know how the Branson is in the container, the Tupperware shit. He comes back with the Branson shit. Man, I smoke that shit, go back to the motherfucking hotel, fall asleep. I get the the um the, the wake-up call in the morning, you know, when the hotel call you. Yo, Mr. Mathis, your car down there, leaving for LaGuardia. Mm. Now, I got a whole two ounces of Branson. So flying with Puff, this is what I'm talking about. I was pre-social media. All this shit you see. And I ain't gonna say no names because niggas say, oh, why you had to say my name? Mm -hmm. For all these guys that's lit right now was on the gram with the G5s and the and the planes and the privates. I was doing that with Puff. I had it so good, I was cool with the motherfuckers that owned the Jets. Captain Ryan. He was like, Ness, I'm flying out of Philly, LA, Atlanta, Miami, New York, and Houston. If any of those places call me, you can get home. Mm. I had it so good. That's how good I had it. I called Captain Ryan. Captain Ryan, I need to go to Atlanta. Bro, go to Philly. The, the joint over there and get on my, my jet. Yeah, come down. Mm. I didn't have a can I didn't we didn't have social media. So I couldn't show I'm on the joint lit with Puff in the G5 with the joint up with the Chris style and they they cooking dinner for us on the job. When you on a jet, they cook food for you. You have a itinerary, you have meals. 
like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And the students come out. What do you want? You want the lobster with the with 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 with, with, with saute sauce? What do you want it on? You want the cristal? It's different. Mm-hmm. Social media wasn't around then. Right. But me and Puff, we had got on the joint one time. Like I said, I had the weed. So I'm thinking we gonna fly private. We pulls up the Laguardia. I said, bro, what's this? He like, yeah, it's tight, man. And that's the first time I heard a millionaire say. It's tight. We can't do that now. <laughs> oh, bro, we flying private. We going to Tinnaburg. Why we pull up in LaGuardia? He like, yeah, next week. We ain't doing this on this one. We flying commercial. So mind you, I got the brands and two O's. We pull up in the turtle top, Joan. I'm like, you know, I'm used to going to Tinnaburg. Like, you get on with the pool, you get on with your dick in the bitch mouth if you want to. It ain't no, it is no security. It's nothing. You go through the walk out, you walk out to the joint, you get on the jet. You in Atlanta. Mm. I said, bro, I got that that weed from last night. He like, what weed? The Branson that you sent main man with back to the studio. He said, you still got that? You motherfucking right I got that. He like, all right, what's up? I'm like, bro, I'm not walking through TSA with this shit on me. I'm not. He, guess what Puff said? Funniest thing I heard. He said, nigga, give me the fucking weed. Took the weed, grabbed it from me, stuffed it in his pocket. He said, I don't want to hear another drug smuggling rap from you ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Took the weed, rolled past them, you know, where they wind you down and shit, and the shit go off. Mm. He walked through that motherfucker like he was the Barack Obama. They didn't breathe on him. The shit going on, wow, wow, wow. Like he had a bazooka on him. I'm like, that nigga got two O's and that good shit on. I know they smell the shit. He went through there, shook his hand, turned back around there, they ain't ready for us. We was sitting outside LaGuardia in the turtle top outside where the cops say, move this shit now. We sit out there for two hours because it's flight delayed. That's how much power Puff got in New York. Ultimate. Mm. Ultimate. Where he could sit in the commercial outside where you know you, they tell you, yo, move this shit. Your drop off and pickup time is two minutes. Move this shit. The cops will come up to the joint. Yo, what the fuck is y'all doing? Puff and roll down the joint. They show his face. Oh, Mr. Combs, cool. You all right? Cops should drive off. This nigga walked through the motherfucker TSA with two fucking ounces of weed. And they ain't do, they ain't do too much as look at him. Mm. Nigga turn around and like, don't, don't be saying how you be flipping and, and smuggling and transporting shit. How you be getting the weed across state. I don't want to hear none of that in your raps no more. Than he said, I know. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, so you got the band going now. You guys are, you know, doing shows. Everything's, you know, everything moving. What's next? Well, we was, we was kind of t- spunked by uh, um, management and shit. And I don't want to get to the negative side, but there's a, there's a downside to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted to go with outside um, management. I didn't want to go to management that was close to the label. We uh, decided to go with Phil Robinson, which was Puff's manager at the time. Yeah. But that's a di- direct conflict of interest. I wanted to go with Blue Williams which was Outkast's manager at the time. So by me being in the game and be, being um, exposed to different languages and contracts and seeing the language that's written on the contracts, they tried to sign us for 7,500 total, all six of us. But by me, me going through the Black Key production and having to get you know a lawyer to look over my paperwork from that experience, I knew what the language was on our contracts right. from our group. So I... I refused it, and the whole band was mad at me because I didn't sign the first shit so they would release the money. 
But I'm like, this contract is only for seventy five hundred. He's like, yeah, a piece. Nah, all of us, mm. six members have to spit this seventy five hundred dollars. I'm not signing this. I will gladly go back home to the projects and hustle crack and try to escape my my fate back there and sign up for seventy five hundred dollars. That's crazy. And once I did that, Phil said, "Yo, he's smart. He, he yo, he, that's, he on some shit." So Phil went back in, which was bullshit. Because if they can keep you out of jail, if they can get you out of jail, they can keep you out. If they can give you more money, they'll give you more money in the first place. It's all about what you're going to accept. Mm. I agree. So when, once I said that, it's, they, they noticed my business say, like, Nessa just ain't no, no dumb nigga from the hood, from the projects. He know his shit. Mm. But that's becoming coming up in, you know, my family always being pushing education, going to Central, knowing how to read and write very fucking well. So when them contracts came through, I knew the language. And it didn't look right. So they went back in and they all we all got 50 apiece. We got mm. 25 up front and then 25 after the, the album was turned in. So a lot of these things that we won, it was because of me fighting for it up front. So excuse me, G. Um We saw what we saw on TV. Right. <clears throat> So behind the scenes, there was there was real tension between you and some of the members. Yes. Nah. Nah. So that was fake. Nah. I mean, I know you probably watch uh, um, Love and Hip Hop now, and it's, and it's more supercharged than that. But we was at a time where they didn't know what was going on. It was uncharted territory. So all the walking the cheesecake and all the dumb shit we had to do, the standing outside, the reading the autobiography, it was all freestyling because it was uncharted territory. Puff was trying to dig himself out the trash. His image was fucked up, and he got the MTV deal. This was supposed to replenish his image. So when he got the deal, it was like, you got the deal. You got the money. Now go. Then he was like, yo, the band in town, what are you going to make him do? I don't fucking know. Yo, give me some time. Make them walk the fucking cheat kick while I get some time to think about what the fuck they're going to do next. So when you look at it, oh, he sunned them. No, nah, it ain't a son. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. They had got the deal so fast and the cameras start rolling like that. They didn't have time to plan this shit out. We was a guinea pig. We was a science project that actually popped. And then once they kept going on with the series, it got better and better. With Danity Kane and Day 26 to where they was in better places, to where they had access to Bentleys. They're living in better places, doing more activities, more outside of what we was doing. They gave us a funky scavenge hunt. That's how I knew about Quiet studio and how little and how big it was because they sent us on a scavenge hunt to get certain things from certain studios. We was in the village in the Soho in the little record shops looking for certain shit and that's how I got the new city prior to walking for Cheesecake. What I'm asking you though, we talking about you and uh, the other band members. It was tension there because of so the was, camera. It was never tension off camera. It was only because when they start rolling, that's where everybody was on angles because they know the cameras was rolling. So the littlest thing if Ness came and said, fuck out of here, Fred. What you mean, fuck out of here? Because the cameras is rolling. But mm. prior to the camera being around here, fuck out of here, Fred. Oh, fuck out of here, fat ass Ness. Get out of here. But the cat camera rolling, whole different demographic. So that you fight, gotta stand up. So that fight wasn't supposed to go down there. Nah, it wasn't. Off camera, me and Fred like this. That's what I'm saying. When the cameras is rolling, it's like, he playing you, Ness. Or he playing you, Fred. Now, niggas is on a bean now. Because they know this going to be seen to the world. Mm. So it was only until the camera started rolling until it got serious. Off camera, we sweethearts. Everybody's caring. Yeah, here the weed. Want me to roll it for you? No, wear my jacket. Here's my hat. Here's my bandana. If you notice through the first season, they was all wearing my shit. 
Chopper had a bandana on with the fitted hat. He didn't know what the fuck to do. He put both of them on. Babs was wearing my fitted. I was the fitted king. In my room, I had my whole shit was surrounded by fitted. I had bread prior to that. I was in on the band with chains and watches in Audemars and shit. I come from a very popping neighborhood where they was already in, invested in me. So the drug dealer was like, here, take the chain, take the watch. You're going back on TV. That's what it was. So I got resentment from all those things. From the things that me being in New York, being with Hip Dog, being with Mini Styles, being with Jadakiss, being with DMX, I always knew where to go. I always knew where to get the haze, where you get your hair cut from, levels on 145th, Lenox Avenue, go up here, Canal Street, Brooklyn Bridge. And they was amazed by that, especially people that's from Miami, Detroit, and Atlanta. Like, how the fuck Ness know how the fuck to get around up here? Is that it? And they was mad. Philly is half an hour away. So times where we're not rolling, I'm going home. I'm lit. I'm Ness. So y'all stay in the hotel all weekend and do nothing. I'm home. Penn Station is right here. It takes me a half an hour. What, what, what you... And I will sneak back in the hotel when it's time us to go get back work. They didn't like that. Fred is from Miami. I can't go home. Chopper, he's from New York. I can't go home. Mm-hmm. Sarah, she's from Detroit. I can't go home. And then Dylan and, and Bab, they the maddest. We in New York. We live from there. So we get no per diem, no nothing. We have to sleep at home. While us, me, Fred, and the rest of the group at the W bopping, having parties, orgies and shit, Babs had to be in Brooklyn where she lived at before she made the show. They don't give you the per diem when you live actually from the city where the company is at. So we getting $50 a day per diem. So we might be in New York three weeks. We getting a check for $50 a week, $50 a day up front. Babs gets none of that. Dylan gets none of that. Just the niggas that's from out of town. So hmm. the fight. You talked about it before. Yeah. Were you embarrassed by that fight? I wasn't embarrassed. They didn't actually just show the full fight. I probably won I probably won rounds one and three. I lost the second one. It was the one I got was in the chokehold. I'm like giving it to you just like I, I'm giving it to you. I like it. I like it. Were you mad though? Were you mad how it came out? Like did did it? Did I was it? mad because I knew I, I know my physical prowess and I know I could actually win that fight. But in the back of my mind, do I really want to go home for hurting Fred? Do I really want to go home for hurting somebody that I got to do business with and be on stage with for the next two years, touring and shit? Do I really want to punch him in his face like I don't know him? So I hold it back, and then that was my mistake because it gave me the bad look. But I was thinking of of what they was brainwashing me with. Keep the group together, whatever you got to do, nigga. Because this is because this don't work. Y'all y'all going back to the hood. This is it. But after it come out, and I took a lot of flack. Yeah, I know. But guess what? A lot of I didn't get tried a lot. Which that's why I was on angles for that. I was waiting for that. Niggas see me get put in the choker. I gotta be on. Like anything, any little anything say, I gotta jump on you. Mm. They think I'm soft from that. But but you know what I mean? Luckily, fortunately, I didn't get tried a lot. I didn't get tried a lot. Cause niggas like, we're gonna lose a draw, he's gonna throw a punch. He's definitely gonna be fighting us. He's not gonna back down. We might put him in a crazy head like we might get over on him. He's gonna throw a punch, he's gonna fight back. He's just not going to get hit and stand in the corner and, and curl him to a fetal position. He's from Philly. He's a brawler. He's fighting back. Right. Mm. Yeah, but oh, sorry, G. Sorry, but, but what I'm saying is that, but you and him became cool after that. No, you dragging this. What's up? No, 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 no. I'm not dragging nothing, nigga. I'm gonna ask you. I don't. But it ain't gonna work with me. I'm not none of the niggas you did interviews with, nigga. <laughs> that shit don't work with me. Now ask what I want to ask, nigga. Go please, ask. please bend the mic forward because now you're hitting the mic. The mic got to bend it forward to your face. Yes, sir. Thank you. Now what I'm saying is that. 
Cause I don't like that shit. But I'm actually your relationship with the nigga was cool after that because you didn't have your belt on, nigga. I don't like that shit at all. I'm on your side, nigga. Suck ass, nigga. I'm on your side. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not no, I'm with a that. Sucker. Not like. Let me back you up. It's, it's, it's a word. Have, it's a word that I say. I, I know. I okay. didn't have on. I, I didn't have on nothing. I had on breakaway pants, basketball jeans. I, I know that. There so wasn't no bet on those. That's but, but, no bet on those joints. Your pants came off. All cool. that shit. Embarrassment. So That's you not had embarrassment. To, no, no. You my had ass be, wasn't showing. No, of course. My bare ass to, wasn't showing. You had to be on guard. Did it affect your relationship with Fred? That's what I'm asking you. Nah. After that. After it came out, were y'all still were y'all able to get past that? Because now he don't look bad. You look bad. You get it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you didn't see the first two episodes where I was choke slamming them doing that I shit. People only remember my chokehold. They don't remember, like I said, they whisper my my victories and they yell my my, my loss. Said that earlier. So all you remember is Ness. He's from Philly. He's the one that got choked out. I agree. You don't you don't remember Fred getting choke slammed. Me me getting Fred. You don't remember none of that. You just remember the nigga that we all from the East Coast that we want to be behind. He took the L in that joint. I and that's it. what, and that's how you're gonna remember it. But does that in turn build a fire in your body? It doesn't because okay. I physically know that if, if out on the street, it would have went a different way. Got it. It was it was boundaries Ooh, there. All right, got you, got you, got Even you. a chokehold, niggas wanted to see me get chokehold. I had to literally bite Fred to get him off me. Everybody wanted to see me get choked out into fucking unconsciousness. I had okay. to revert back to savage. Ah, get the fuck up off me! What are you doing? Nobody I'm, trying I'm to stop me right here. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> why do you think they did that though? Did they? Because ah. I'm Ness and Puffs loves me. That's why. Nah, we want to see him take a loss. Puff love him. If we get him over him, we might be the next in, 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 in for that favoritism. And that's mm. what the, that's what I was fighting. That uphill battle. Let me say this: the, the word "suck" I, it's, it's a word that I use. It's I'm not, cool with not, that. Not, not, I'm not, cool not with my manhood. I know you. No, hold on, I'm not saying I gotta say that. I don't want nobody because I don't want you to be like, oh, nah, we good. You let that nigga flip say that. I don't, you're not That's how they be, though. You know how yeah. they be. How they don't, be, they be like that flip. don't hit me up and talk about it. I don't want. Let me correct it now. That's not. That's something that I say on my show. My other show. I got. You know, the callers. I say that word, and that's what. It, nothing to insult you or question your manhood. I'm gonna say that to you because I fuck with you. No doubt. And I don't want niggas to call like, yo. Now nah, let me correct it myself because you're gonna end up fucking getting my DM and then we're gonna have an argument. I'm not doing that. So that when I said sucker, nah, we good. It's no insult to your man. It's just a word that nah, I said. I love flip. You know, yeah. I wouldn't came up here if I thought you was like yeah. that. And can you just bend the mic up again? I ain't gonna keep bending a, a <laughs> thing <laughs> that looks like this up to my mouth. All right, like right this. All right, all right. So you try to. All right, waffle, waffle. Nah. All right, but who who else didn't like? Who else? Who else? So everybody didn't like you. I saw. Nah, we're not gonna get into that. We're not what? gonna get in. We're not gonna get into that. Everybody didn't like Ness. I had some supporters and I had some non-supporters. God, I'm talking about the, the people I, in I, high I places with were the supporters. That's the people in the lower places with the non-supporters. But how did that make you feel? Like, were you able to work with them niggas two years after? Y- y'all was good then. Like you, you, you know, like you. For me, for mm-hmm. me, it wasn't what everybody thought. It should be for me. For me, it was coming to that point in my life where I'm a professional. Ah, I see it. It wasn't the bread. It wasn't being on tour. It was, uh, yo, I worked up to this point. I got here, and now I, they've stamped that this is who I am. Mm. I'm a professional writer. I'm a professional entertainer. I'm a professional performer. That was the reward for me. And that goes back to what I see. You got to ask God specifically what you want. Because God will give you what you want. That's what you want to be. There you go, Ness. You have to say, nah, I want to be a, a sad, a good businessman. I want to hold on to my shit. I want to be able to build the empire. You got to be on your hands and knees asking them for these things specifically. And I didn't do that. And that's 
That's why we got the nest that we got now. But like I said, is God gives everybody second chances, and this is mine. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw I, I saw a video, right? And I, I found it through G Money. You know, he put me on. I saw a video with a nigga uh, Chopper was talking crazy about you. Did that catch you off left guard? I know you're gonna probably be mad at me about this, but Chopper was my son. You know what I'm saying? And not like 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 you said, like a disrespectful fashion. It's just like a lot of my things that I was doing rubbed off on him to the way he dressed, the way he talked, it, like the way he constructed his bars after upon meeting me. So a lot of his what what I was doing kind of so that's like my little bro. So we fell out because of the lack of communication we had, and we was always put together. I was always put in the same room with him to kind of babysit him because he was the youngest. Mm-hmm. He was the most uncontrollable. They went and put me and Fred together because of our history, fighting. Right. So they put the two girls together. They put the, the reggae artist with Fred, and they put me in the room with Chopper. So we was always together. So it's just like me and Fred. Me and Fred always together. We fight. Me and Chopper always together now. They had to split me and Fred up, and they start peeing me and Chopper together. So then we fell out. So our thing came out on the internet. It was way after we was home, off the show. He already did his bad boy South thing. Katrina had hit New Orleans. He was the whole spokesman for that, representing his city on that level as far as bad boy is concerned. So, you know, he had his shot. You know what I'm saying? We all had a shot. Baz was also selected to stay, but she didn't. I took the deal. Chopper took his deal. The rest is history. So when he dissed you, though, talking all that shit about girls and all that stuff. Right. Dissed you. Did it catch you off guard because of your report? Or you you could see where that came from? Did it catch you off guard or you could see where it came from? Because he's talking about all this crazy shit. He had girls get your head. You know, you know it. You know what he said. No, that was true. Some of the shit was true. Some of the shit was cat. Okay, so, okay. Mm. Like, the head. Well, we was doing that all the time. We was in fucking, we was living out of hotels. We was having orgies and all that type of shit. It's tour life. It's, it's typical shit. It's not nothing gotcha. strange and nothing like that. Yeah, I would come in from the studio and he would already be in there with hookers. Like, suck my man that's dick. Yeah. It wasn't like, no, I had, I went to Hooker and, and I brought him all the way to Ness and say, are you, do you approve Ness? Do you approve Hooker? No, he, he, he was already in the mix and we shared the room and I walked in and pulled my dick out. Bitch, hit this dick too. They're already in party. That was that type of situation. It wasn't no like he had to, 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 to force the, the Hooker to have sex with me. We already lit. You got to understand. It was niggas that was under us that wasn't lit and we was lit. T.I., not lit. Ness, lit. Game. Not lit. Ness lit. These are all the dudes that I was meeting on my travels that was coming up. They wasn't in the game yet. Jeezy, mm. he wasn't lit. Ness lit. So niggas was coming up in the club, coming to the Ness first. Not all these titans that we got today. You got to understand that it was a different demographic. I mean, he, he was talking like... So lit, nigga. We was on The View with Barbara Walters. Yeah, I Soul know. Train. I, we was I on the Source Awards before it was no more Source Awards. You got to understand 2003, Ness lit. Anywhere I go, lit. I'm in niggas' projects, getting haircuts, playing 2K. That type of lit. And that's we fuck with you. You a hood nigga. Come on, you with us. So I'm in I'm in the bay in the projects playing a game with JT Bigger for getting a haircut. And all the G's and shit giving us weed. And they tell him, Fred, here, take this weed. Smoke this with Ness. Ness, take this, smoke this with Fred. By the time me and Fred got back to the motherfucking hotel or the tour bus, we like, yo, they gave us this. And he like, yo, we, they gave us this. We out there trying to hide weed from each other and got two pounds of weed from niggas just giving us weed throughout the day. Mm. And that's just how it was. We was lit, lit. Yeah, but how he... Say what you going to say, G-Money, because I know you're going with that. Nah, I just, he, he was saying like... He, he made it seem like as if 
you were, you were nah, like I'm not struggling. saying that they wasn't going to be what they was going to be. I'm just saying no, I'm they saying, was coming in the game. No, I'm saying, so, Chop, I'm saying Chopper was saying that in the, from the video that we saw, saw online, that's uh-huh. online, he was kind of talking like, y'all was, you know, doing y'all tour thing and yada, 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 but he was getting all the girls. He was kind of like, you know, he was like, yo, God, come on, I got you type. Like, he made some like you was his son a little bit. Yeah, I can see that, but that's going to come from the youngest person in the group. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Were you disappointed when you saw that video? Or you nah, just. Nah, because I know his personality. Got it. Okay. Like, Chopper would come from New Orleans to New York for a meeting with no shirt on. And I'm not being negative. He's from New Orleans. That's just what they do. I'm telling you, he, he got. He's coming from New Orleans. He rides to the. To, to, to the to, to, to the motherfucking airport with no shirt on. He gets on the plane, the commercial flight, with no shirt on. He comes to New York, the car service with no shirt on. He's about to have a fucking, he, he's been no shirtless all day. Mm. So when I'm saying that, he's, he was a kid. He's a kid. He still carries himself like a kid. So a lot of things he did, I'm like, Whatever. That's a kid. Yeah. Because so, when he get in the room, nah, big bro, you already know. I was just doing my shit for the bitches, man. It, it would be that type of conversation. It wouldn't mm. be the rah rah rah, and I did this for the bitches, and I got Ness pussy, and he my nigga, and <laughs> I gotta get this for him. On the other side of that, nah, that's you, the big bro, and damn man, like like how you be doing, putting that shit together, and like you know what I'm saying. It was that mm. type of vibe. It wasn't like a dick eating vibe or. Like a praise thing. It was like, yo, you the big bro. You a little bit more advanced with the rhymes and shit. We we fuck with you. That type of vibe. Mm. But to the world, it's like, now I'm lit and I'm the young nigga and mm. I'm the one everybody love and I'm <laughs> chopper and I'm not getting on a plane and y'all got to wait for me and I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that sound check. I'm not checking into that. I don't want to be in a hotel with Nest no more. I'm paying for my own room now. That mm. type of vibe. Okay. So we had to deal with that. Up until the day, we still deal with that. Not with Chopper, just with different issues with individual individuality throughout the group. Right, right. And egos. We were supposed to do the, the spinoff, John. Yeah, this I heard, past I heard year, about that. Yeah, yeah. Where a couple of few members didn't think it was financially mm-hmm. beneficial to do it. And you know, they put it on the back burner. But 5-4-Ville ENT, that's the label, man. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I mean, y'all went through my whole John. My blood pressure's up. Oh, man. Why you... I saw in the nose that you and Baz was about to fight. Bro. She's going through the nose. I love you, but why are you still talking about some shit from 15 years ago? I just want to know how you felt about that. Babs, you know I love Babs? Babs got me fucked up that day, too. Even though Philly is close, it took my niggas a half an hour to get there. Because I knew Babs is, she's real. And she beat bitches up and all that shit. She, <laughs> yeah, she's a live wire. You know, that's my sister. Yeah, shout out so to her. So when we went through our thing, she wasn't having it. Like, I'm not standing, I'm not backing down to him. I don't give a fuck if he's from Philly, he's from the hood. Right, I'm right. from the hood too. And I got Mano and all them niggas coming. Mano and them came up there to holler at me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that. You yeah. take shit personal, I think. You nah, take... but I respect that at the Babs. Like, Babs, I got to respect it. Mm. You ain't no sucker. And then we never had a problem after that. Respect. How you feel about Dylon, though? I ain't hear too much about him. Dylan was the wild card. It started off as Fred, but then it started being Dylan. But, you know, Dylan had a lot of help legally as far as on the same lines that I had. It, we was both in legal trouble. Mm. I was already sitting, so, so I was trying to walk off my tail. He was still going to court. He had an mm. open case. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, a couple letterheads from the company got him out of his situation. And I, I guess Puff didn't feel like he, he honored that. He was missing a lot of, you know, dates. I mean, paid dates. 
you see on the TV, we would break down his cut at the end of the night. That line ain't come. Give us his 4,000. You get 1,000, you get 1,000. So on that side, I love that. Dollar ain't show up. Yes. It's an extra 2,000. <laughs> yeah. I'm real nigga. <laughs> I'm a... real nigga. I'm encouraging you. Yo, you know we supposed to be at LaGuardia, 8.15. Yeah, brethren. I'm on my way. <laughs> we pulling off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it wasn't that savage, but, you know. But uh, Dylan, you got to understand, you know, he's from, he, he's, he's bicultural. So that, the other side of the, his culture took him. And once they, once we went on TV, people don't know this about Dylan. Dylan was good dude. Talented, music-wise, everything. But he is so, his t- attention span is very short. So a lot of the things that we had to be on time for, it wasn't because he didn't want to be there. He's just not a good, he's not punctual. He doesn't mm. keep up with itinerary and shit like that. Not saying that he doesn't do that now. At that time, right. he wasn't too big on that. And the way that Dave Chappelle played, ended up playing Dylan for the actual skit <laughs> is because why? Dylan didn't show for the taping! <laughs> He literally didn't show for the taping of Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle said, don't worry about Ness. I'm going to play Die Line. And that's how we got that skit. Wow. Die Line, Die Line, Die Line, Die Line, Die Line. Because Dave Chappelle said, where's Die Line? Die Line is not coming. Ness, don't worry about it. I'll play Die Line. Cool, Dave. Why, why? Why was he like that? Do you know? I, I asked him, I guess. Just, he just, I guess he just didn't want to be around us. I mean, he had his, his folks. You know, he had his folks from the island. They was holding them down. They was doing their own side shit. Dollar mm. always was a loner, though. Mm. He always seen himself as, he felt as though he should got signed outside it. He shouldn't got picked for the group. There's a lot of guys that got picked, didn't get picked for the group, but Bad Boy still worked with them on writing and producing and things of that nature. So he thought he was supposed to be one of those guys. Sound kind of like with Danny, nah. Day 26 and Donnie Clang, how they did that. Mm-hmm. They didn't pick Donnie for the group, but you're going to be your own ball. So Dylan thought he should have had that lane because how big reggae was at the time and reggae tone and all that shit. He thought he should have had his own shit, and I believed it. So that kind of acted out, and he kind of took it out on the group a lot of times. Mm. Okay. All right, so 09, got the deal. It's going now. How the deal is uh, really going. It's not really going. Rabbit to the I'd have still been up there. Nothing happened to it. He went to another major, and he couldn't take the roster from the previous label. That's it. That's it. There's no Ness and Puff fell out, and Ness ain't hot. And there's another thing I want to clear up. There's no bitch-ass Ness T-shirts with the Voto Die shit. That wasn't a campaign to degrade Ness. That was a word that he said on the Making a Band series with Day 26. He said to one of the guys, you showing a lot of bitch-assness. You're showing a lot of bitch assness. Mm-hmm. You're showing a lot of bitch assness. It's an adjective. It's not a slogan or a campaign to the greatness. When them shirts came out, I was getting it from left and right. Yo, he even got the shirts that says no bitch assness. And I'm like, nah, that's not what that is. I ain't never see it as that. They, they bugging out. That's what they, they was doing <laughs> that too. They bugging out. <clears throat> so yeah, like, you know, we, we had good times. We had bad times, but the good outweighed the bad. Like we did a lot of things before they shut it down. Rap City, The Basement. We did the Souls Awards. You say the Soul Train too, right? You said Soul Train. That's that's legendary. The View with Barbara Walters. Like I met Barbara Walters and 
Star Jones and shit. Like, like I met a lot of people. I met Manny Manolo from off Scarface in, my, in Miami. You know, that was like mm-hmm. coming from being a, you know, a young black male from the neighborhood watching Scarface your whole <laughs> life. You see Manolo, right. Manolo. That's like seeing fucking Al Pacino. Like, that's Manolo. Like, like mm. he was with fucking trainer. Like, I haven't seen a who's who of everybody. But, you know, we on it now. 5-4-Villion-T. Let me borrow this beat. The mixtape. We flipping the script. So we flipped the script. <laughs> the label. Anything else? Flip? G-Money? <laughs> <laughs> my blood type is B. Oh, my I'm God. allergic to penicillin. What else? What else is going on with you, man? Other, other, other than the mixtape, you got you got out. Now I just started this mixtape series on the gram, and it started a huge following, and gained some numbers as snowball effect. So this is the uh, this is the finished product of that. I'm actually working on. Let me borrow this beat too. Did a couple movies in my downtime, trying to find my way back to the game. A lot of a lot of things unbeknownst to the public that I was in a lot of IRS trouble, and I was that date back to the conversation when we signed with Phil Robinson. Mm. So a lot of the things that we did. The management told us it was for pro- promo, but we was actually being paid for these things. So at the end of the year, we was responsible for all the money that we didn't receive. Mm. So the IRS was taking my royalty statements for the last past 15 years. I just received, started receiving positive royalty statements in the last two years. Wow. So that's why you see Nesswit dropping new content videos, because now I can reap the benefits now. Right. Whereas so now it was going straight to the IRS. Um... Battle rappers in Philly. Who do you you like all Philly battle rappers? You wanna say yeah? Bill Collector is not the king of battle rap in Philly. He's from Norristown. Nah, we ain't gonna say that. But he's not the to be to be the king of battle rap in Philly. You have to be from Philly. Now, if there's any king, I would oppose. I would appoint myself king of battle rap in Philly. But you have a lot of colorful dudes, a lot of talented dudes. You got Blitzkrieg. You got V's the rapper. You have Kaboom. You have Magic. You have uh, um, fuck, uh, Big Hand. A lot of dudes, man. A lot of hot dudes. Fire the Misfit. Fire. So you got a lot of dudes. Like I don't never hate on the next generation. People that's coming after me. I just want them to give pay homage to the old head that's still around, beating up on these young guys. Mm. So Bill Collector is not the king of bad rap in Philly. Nah, you had to be from Philly to actually for that to have actually. How far how far is Norristown? I mean it's it's only about like a half hour, maybe about a half an hour, forty five minute drive, but it's not, not Philly, Philly so, at all. You know what I'm saying? Not and I battle Bill Collector. Beat him two one. Mm. So how can you call yourself king of anything if you lost to the pre existing king? <laughs> <laughs> I like Reed though. I like Reed. Reed is fire. I like Reed. Yeah. Reed is fire, definitely. Um, dollars. I like uh, I like you. I think you you know you're funny. Um, you have balls. But the thing is, <coughs> I guess in this new culture, the fact that they're not putting you on the forefront kind of hinders. You know what I'm saying? The image. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like we still know who Enes is, right? But I feel that. I feel like either something gotta have to give, nigga. Your management team, or you gotta take. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I took a lot of I took a lot of things from that DNA conversation. I didn't actually 
start a podcast or, or start blogging every day. But what I took is what I knew how to do best into my own hands and started, you know, developing that more, which was my freestyle game. And people always loved me for my freestyles. So instead of doing what everybody else was doing, a podcast and to continue blogging about who knows what, when knows what, I just started doing what I was confident in, and that was my talent and my writing ability and my performing ability. Mm. And um, that has been lucrative for me and it gives me another energy now. Before he's like, oh, I'm doing this over there. And they're like, damn, that's what's up? Oh, shit. It's a different energy. And I'm feeling it. And it's, and, you know, it's starting to, it's growing. And it's a good feeling. And you can feel it because it went away was previous. Mm-hmm. And the energy you get when you walk in the door. So to answer your question, Flip, you know, I do want to be back on there. But it, I'm saying is, I'm really, I'm, I'm really a slave to my fans. My fans want to see me back on Smack. So I mean, I'm you know, you know shouts out to Smack Musketeer Success. If they don't, if there's not any cars that have me on one of their cars in the future, that's cool too. I'm just, I'm just happy with a, a black man being successful with not being in jail for it. That's it. That's mm. a fact. That's it. You know what I mean, I'm not trying to be political. That's just how I feel. Bottom line. But my fans want to see me on there. They feel as though I took the hit and I climbed back you my did. way back up to you did. deserve you did. a spot back there. You did. You do. And just elaborate what you said. People say, well, you haven't did enough. It's funny that you say that because people are like, your style sound like you you got the adventure styles, the Philly styles, like you rap it to a beat. That style was being shunned earlier. But it's to a point where everybody starts sounding the same. So I now I sound like a breath of fresh air with the style with my vintage style. Mm-hmm. Because everybody sounded like the Sioux Surfs and the the, the, the rum nitties and the hollows and, and this person breaking it down and loaded lux. Everybody's trying to be one of them niggas. Not being who they are, to where mm. now the old niggas is back in style now, just <laughs> b- b- by remaining true to who I was. Right. And any of these battles, I've never asked for a battle other than a DMA rematch. Anytime you see Ness battle anybody anywhere on any league on any stage in front of anybody, I was just sought after. I was never, I never, I never say I want to battle this person. Yo, you me hooked up with this person. Yo, I want to battle this person. Outside of wanting to battle Av currently in 2020. The DNA battle rematch is the only battle I asked for. Hmm. And why? Because I lost. And you feel you can do better? Of course. I feel I feel as though I beat the first battle. His DNA didn't really didn't say enough of significant or anything career threatening in that battle. He said a lot of points that everybody had already said up to that point. Iron Solomon had seen some of, said some of the same things in our battle. Arsenal had said some of the same things in our battle. The whole puff cheesecake shit to what you said today against me is like points taken away from your round. That's how that's how drawn out is and dragged it's becoming battle rap. If you say one thing about cheesecake and uh, headlock and fighting Fred and not being lit no more and not being on that label, not being with Puff no more, we take that we take that around away from you. Av is the only guy you want to battle now. Yeah. Nobody else. Nothing else for you makes sense. Yeah. Just Av. And why Av? The storyboard is there. The nitpicking. The shots thrown on Twitter, social media, Instagram. He's went up champion and been vocal about how he feels about me. I've went up champion and been vocal about how I feel about him. There's no real tension of beef. It's just a, a it's, it's just a, a competitive thing. He think he could get me. I think he could get. I could. I can get him. And I and I wanted to be on Smack's platform. So, 
are you going into your media bag to make that battle happen? Are you out there uh, talking nah. shit? Blo- are you at, not at, like, at this point in you, my life? I'm at, I got the Benjamin, but I live by the Benjamin Button creative things now. So you just wanted to fall in your lap? Nah, that's not the Benjamin Button. Creative. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I'm about but to break it down to you, Flip. All right, take your time. There's a scene in the movie. I saw it when he aged backwards. <clears throat> that that's the subject matter of the movie. I'm uh, I don't want to. I don't want to play my games listen, with, listen, you, with smart niggas. It's a scene in the movie. To, went to a good school where his father's dying. His father buried him at an early age because of how he looked. And he comes to his father later on in life, and he sits. He, he his father is immobile. He's that sick. And he carries his father to the dock of the bay and let his father watch the sun come up. And the words he said was, at the end of the day, you could curse the gods, you could be mad how the things went, went, or you could just let this shit go. And that's how I live my life. I could be mad at a lot of things the way they went. It could have went differently, but I'm not holding that shit no more. Respect. And I live by the Benjamin Button Creed. I let it go. I don't think you really let it go, but I'll, I'll let it go. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let, I'll you let it go it. because I would be doing more blogging. I'd be more vocal. I would be more vocal about it. I feel that you maturing, but I don't think you let it go. No, we, Scorpios don't let things go. No, I let it go. Okay. Even to the point where Swave had to literally pull me by the collar to say, "Talk this, talk to Smack about getting back on Smack." I didn't even want to entertain it. I just did support Cass. Am I right? You felt, you know, Cassidy. You felt Cassidy lost that day. I know you're going to say that. That's what I'm saying. This is where the rivalry with Philly and New York comes in. That why I got to be Cass. So you felt Arsenal lost, yes? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus right. Cross can come off the fucking cross, and I think Cassidy can beat him. That's just that's just the way I feel. Mm. Mm. Jesus Christ can come off the cross and battle Cassidy. I have Cass. Two one three zero. Oh. That's just the way I feel. But did he win that battle? Everybody going off the, the, the pockets and the, the smooth in his face. Now, we're not talking about that. I'm, I, I, that's not what I'm going on. I'm just asking this man a question. Because question. he doesn't lie, does he? I lie when it's beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the mic again. <laughs> so you thought he won the battle. Yeah, that's just what you said. He didn't I, win, he didn't lose. Nobody won. The crowd lost 3 0. Good. Mm. Good answer. You like that one? I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about what you got going on now. Break nah, the whole thing down, please. The mixtape is popping. Five Four Ville ENT is popping. We got um, two big artists we working on and developing. They got some crazy music. What I'm doing currently, I'm just still getting my acting feet wet. You know what I mean? Doing a little movies here and there, a little you know, low budget drinks. Just trying to you know what I mean. That's what I really want to transfer into that and just managing and producing. But you know I'm you know everything is is a setup and I'm showing people that I still have the energy for it and the passion for it by putting out material and content and dropping videos and being vocal on social media and being more visible. So that's what I'm doing. But my, my really backup plan is the 5-4-Ville ENT and the two artists that we got on that imprint, which is G.Novalar and Champ. Yep, bank boy Champ. Bank boy. G. You, rap, you rap as well? I'm, I'm, I'm wearing the suit. You know what I mean, I got bars, but I ain't. We all I'm come from the same. Yo, let him talk. No, no, no. I ain't gonna let you do it. No, nah. listen, listen. <laughs> let him talk. Let him talk. You talk enough. So man. I mean, you know, Philly breed rapper. So it's, you come off the porch, know how to rap. You like that? You know what I mean? Like we come up together. I was there in a line with for the making of the band shit. I mean, Black Key. You know what I mean? We all got together and decided to start a record label because it's no really, it's really not a big record label in Philadelphia. And I think you know we could pull it off with what we got. You know what I mean? At our disposal, G Dot Nova is a Staten Island cat who happened to. Who happened to grow up in Philadelphia? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's, he's Liberian, L-I-B, L-I-B yeah. kid, international superstar. Like, we releasing mm-hmm. his first record, Cosmic Cab, you know what I'm saying? You know, he behind us, you know what I mean? What's we up? got Power 99 behind us, you know, we've been with them for years, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know that's a staple, you can't really do nothing out of Philadelphia without Power 99 mm-hmm. or without Kev. So shout out to Kev, he was just on live with Kev on the way up in the car, freestyling yeah. and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ness, Ness about to show the world his whole CEO hat, you know what I mean? Everything he learned from Under Puff, you know what I'm saying? So. You know what I mean? We lit. We lit in that capacity. And this next year is going to be real big. Y'all going to get a chance to see another side of Ness. You know what I mean? I'm just wearing the suit. You know what I mean? I make sure everything happens. I do all the running, running around. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, you know, the artist is in place where they need to be. Studio sessions, live, the producers. You know, we got Jazz, Hookmaster Jazz out of San Diego and Philadelphia doing all our engineering. Um, yeah, man, we just trying to get this thing going. Let me ask you a question. So are y'all developing an artist from like the the mindset of like the O two O three era, or y'all y- y- up to date no, he's and contemporary. Come he, doing something. He's contemporary. You know what I'm saying? He's right now, yeah. With the hook, the melodic. Oh yeah, he got all of that. He's, he's right now. Well, I'm talking about the, the the art development too, as far as like the training and everything. Are y'all taking that same mindset that, that you that you went through we when you were saying we not as, we not bad boy and Motownish with it. Right, right. Gotcha. We, we, we're grueling the artists and putting them through dance etiquette and all that. But gotcha. we, you know, what I mean? we around. Our presence is felt, and we approve and confirm. And the work all ethic the finalizations is there. The work ethic is there too. And also, you know, we just want to teach them how to be businessmen because mm-hmm. we've been around this game for a minute, and we're just trying to empower the artists to take control of their own business. Yeah, because like Jay had people that, that took their money out of their fucking hands and said, "No, nigga, before you fuck this up, we gonna do this with it." Mm-hmm. I didn't have that pe- person or people or group of people around me from the hood. Is just I'm on now. I gotta help the niggas from that was with me. Right. We don't have people come in our lives and make us invest the money. And that's what these people, some of these guys had. And that's what we're trying to teach the next generation coming up. That's it. Do something so. with your bread because it's going to be a downtime. We going to have to do something else. Right. How you feel about Boss, um, Gilly and Wallow's podcast? I seen them just grow from where people was kind of like, they was laughable to now where, you know, it, it's popping. So like, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a firm believer of just consistency and just determination. I've actually seen it on people that when they be the big, oh, look at Gil, look at Wallow. And now he's like, yo, look at Gil, look at Wallow. Mm-hmm. Same thing with us. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta grow it, right? Nah, Organically. You know what I mean? Hopefully when you get in the car, you know, you you go watch some old interviews of what I did and see how we give it up. Man. I'm gonna definitely watch the old interview, but I just like the raw flip. Yeah, I don't want you to like the raw flip because I have to grow. Raw <laughs> flip was raw flip wasn't getting me any Pause money. Pause. No raspy, but I'm, I'm too old for pause now today. Oh, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying like the bag, okay. the old flip. You know, when everybody when it was all wild and nobody understood it. It messed up a lot of things for me, business-wise. I can you see know, that. Because they felt like that. I was uncontrollable. I so a lot, and a lot, and a lot of things... That's people that didn't get it, though, Flip. They didn't get Corporate America don't want a man to run into their building and destroy their building. They do. They give it to motherfucker Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, but it's scripted. That's scripted. That's not scripted. That's some fucking white boys high. Nah, nah, nah I ain't gonna let... They wrote the shit on paper. I ain't gonna let you talk about that. And, and they, they, they submitted it and, and MTV said yes. Yeah, and they're you filming the it. same thing. They, they're filming it. Nigga, I'm walking in builders acting crazy. Who, you feel you, they feel they can control me? Now, your content was good. It's just the way you did it. Your, your strategy. Sometimes... Sometimes you're supposed to pause on certain things. Like, now nah, I'm not going to do the building, John. I'm going to blow it up that day. <laughs> I'm going to do this one. So now you're telling me. options. Not, not, hold on. Now you, now you, supposed to come you A, B, C, and so D. So now you're telling me how I should do my business. Say, a is the best choice for you. But it's, now you're telling me how I should do my business. 
<laughs> my business worked for me. I'm just letting you know, corporate America, you know, initially it was. But you was, don't have to survive there to be successful. That's what I'm saying. I don't. You I'm, got your mind stay all fucked up. Corporate America. You don't have to. How you know my mind? I'm telling you something. You don't know what I'm doing. Don't even say that, nigga. Because you compared yourself to corporate America. You're comparing that to I'm success. I'm not comparing myself to that. I said you I'm compare that. You compare that to success. See the why? You see why you toned down your act because corporate America didn't understand. I toned down my act because business wise, it makes sense for me. I'm self-employed. Nigga. I'm an entrepreneur. It made sense for me business wise. Period. That's why I toned down my act, nigga. Nothing else. If it, if it, if it, if it, if it, if I was. Able to do something and still keep going, I would have did that if it made sense for me. I have children, I have a family, I got a business, nigga. So I had real life clicked on and it took over. Whatever, whatever you, whatever. What I'm however trying you, to say is, however you want to put it. This, what I'm trying to say is, at the end of the day, real life overpowered your creative direction and what you wanted to take. I just right? had to grow too. I got to grow as well. I don't want to be going. I don't. And let me tell you something. This is real shit. I don't want to be going around destroying shit still, nigga. This time we got. We were doing pretty good. So I don't want to keep going back to do that. Like I, I feel like I'm going backwards. That was my come up. I feel you, bro. But I'm like I'm a kid at heart. So I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do whenever the fuck I want to do. If like I this... want to continue to throw shit and then they want to close doors on my face, then so be it. I'll learn. I don't want to do it no more. Me. Why, why do you don't want to do it? Because I just don't want to. It's you not lucrative. You want the bag, right? It's not lucrative. You want the bag? It's not lucrative. It doesn't matter what I want. It's not that's lucrative. the bag. When you say lucrative, that's a synonym for a bag. Whatever you put it. <laughs> it's not lucrative for me, nigga. I don't want and no disrespect to you, no disrespect to you, because I fuck with you and I think and I, and I like I see I like what he said about your entrepreneur hat. I don't want to be in a situation where oh no disrespect to anybody. I'm not saying you. I don't want to be in a situation where I have regrets. Me, I should have did it she this way. I got regrets. I, I feel so. I should have did it that way. I feel that I feel that you, I feel you have regrets, but I feel you know how to. You just good with your words. You're very smart. Like you, that shit don't get past me. I feel that you have regrets, but I feel like you know how to finagle it, and I feel like you know how to make it work for yourself. You know what you're doing. Nah, you nah. was taught by the best. No, nah, my was. opinion. But this is what I'm saying. This Puffy is, is the gaffer of all gaffers. No, he nigga. is. He is. And people, people act. That's what I'm saying. This is where it comes in. That people try to pretend like they don't know what happened to me. Why am I? Why am a felt rapper? They don't understand. They, they just try to make it seem like, nah, we don't know how you fucked that up. What do you mean? I was with the most shrewdest businessman in hip hop. Fuck your shit. It either goes to the top or you go to the bottom. It's no gray areas. There's no middle area. So when people try to play that mind game like Ness, you had your shot, you fucked it up. No, I did not. It's the music business. It's either you do or you don't. And when you come from Puff and you come from Money Stable, a lot of other labels won't touch you because you come from him. And you know how shrewd he is as far as paperwork and business is concerned anyway. So that's why you haven't seen me in all these years because people are scared. People scared to deal with me. So I don't, it's not regret. It's people regret for my regret. You should have regret. No, I really don't. No, you do. You do because if I was you, I wouldn't want it to go this way and I wouldn't want to end up this way and you're mad it didn't end up that way. Nah, I'm, I'm live. I'm cool. I'm, I don't have cancer. I'm not sitting in somebody's fucking hospital dying. I'm out here. So I'm not regret. Yeah, the business could have went a little better, but I don't regret anything. Because I could have been big. I could have been shot in L.A. and dead and gone and not here to talk about my story. Or I could have been like anybody else that died from gun violence or any bullshit being in this music industry, getting entangled to all the traps and pitfalls that the music industry has for you. Mm. You think big, you think big, big would like to live with regrets and never be in six feet deep and they can't be with here with his kids today. You would give all that shit up to be here. So you can't say I'm living with regret. What is big living with? What's Pac living with? Mm. Nothing. 
Dude, I'd rather live with regret than not be living at all. Mm. I'm Jeez. You got Ness up here, Flip Money. You got Flip Ness money. up here. It's different. It's different. Everybody say that. I know everybody say that, but I'm really. Petey Crack said that, right? Well, he's from Philly too. So yeah, that's what, what it is. That's Donald my Trump man. Trump said that, yes. Donald Trump said that exactly. Donald Trump was up here getting Donald crazy. Trump got some different shit. Nah, we was, like me and Crack is a little different because we had a crash course in the game. So when we say it's different, it's different. This nigga's I like this. It's different. Yeah, watch your mouth for real. I read through all that shit you be talking. Stop nah, it. Nah, because I got stop war, talking I like got that. horror stories too. You want to hear them? Yeah, I want to nah, hear them. Nah, part two, nigga. Nah, no, part Set two, nigga. Only part one, nigga. <laughs> what horror stories you got? See, you did drugs. You did drugs before. I come from. Petey, because Petey of drug abuse. I just Petey, told you that. Yeah, you did, but I'm saying you didn't say that you did it. You divulged anything. Petey said, "What Petey say he did uh, in Philly? They smoke um, uh, wet. Mean, yeah. Wet. Did you participate in those I actions at, at one point? Nah. I'm a weed smoker. You it's did cocaine because nah, I never did anything white or anything shot dope. None of that. Respect. They're all party drugs. Pills, lean, weed. Did, did, Stops there. What what messed you up the most out of those three things? The lean. The lean, the lean puts weight on you. It, it right. robs you of your ambition. Certain types of strands of weed would do that too. But lean, it puts weight on you. Look at Gucci Man. All that, all that, the stomach, the, the body that he had, going pre going. I mean, before he went in prison, that was all lean body. That was all a syrup induced diet. Mm. You eat everything, and it, it just wears and tears on you. You know what I'm saying? It destroys your teeth and the sugar. It rots your teeth. It's just, it's bad. It's just bad. So once I start leaving that alone and drink a little bit more water, things start looking up and start losing more weight. I'm just feeling a little bit more confident. You know what I'm saying? These are the things that you, some of the traps you'll fall into, trying to be down. Whereas where I was doing it with Puff, the lean in the pills, it was shunned upon as a bad thing. Now it's almost literally where you, you can't walk in the studio without these things. The pills, the meds, and the, and the drink, and, 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 and exotic strains of weed. Back then I had to hide the shit from Puff. Now I can't even come to the studio without it. Bro, you don't got the lean? Turn back around. Go mm. get that. We need that. You still do lean? Nah. How long you stopped for? Maybe three, four years. I'm going my nigga. Unless he did some pills. Only reason I took it, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, because they don't sell the same content anymore. Unless you took pills. I take pills every day. Still take pills. I take pills every day. Well, not because of, of, of abusing drugs. I'm, I'm a diet. I'm a, uh, I have hypertension. Oh, okay. So I'm on a, a slew of medicines, but none where I abuse to get okay, high. Okay. Do you have any final words for the people? Do you like to touch on that? Anything that we didn't talk about? He's showing you. The mixtape is out. Go download that. And um, he's showing you something. Me and Puff. Me and Puff. We not we we never been on the outs. I just want to clear that up for everybody in New York, everybody's listening, everybody's watching. Me and Puff don't have no bad blood. He, he's my biggest supporter. He's my biggest mentor. He checks in on me regularly, just out of the blue. So I want everybody like, nah, Puff don't fuck with us. He does. I just had a placement in last year's Men in Black movie for Puff. I wrote for, for a song I wrote for Puff 15 years ago. If it was any tension in our relationship, he would have blocked that. And then he told Sony. Am I be the franchise to pick any other various songs from his various catalog? It wouldn't have been a Ness that one that Ness wrote for him. I'm also on uh, Fresh's uh, 
remix the Big Dog too, fresh out of New York too. So that, that's one of the things I got going on also. Shout, Shout out to Fresher. Shout out to him. We also we actually related through marriage too. Shout out to Fresher. Yeah. And rest in peace to my little cousin Marlo. That's my blood cousin too. Was little baby's man. And little baby was like rest in blood peace. brothers. That's that's my actual blood cousin. And it was funny and when his around his death, somebody inboxed me and was like, "Yo, he was telling people he was your cousin." My little cousin was lit, lit, and he was a gangster too. You know, and they got him out the way, man, man, for certain reasons that I don't know. But shout out to little baby for, you know, you know, what I mean, paying homage to my to my little cousin. No, shout out to little Rudy, little Marlo. Are you married? Nah, I'm married. Any children? Three children. Three. Yeah, two girls and a boy. Who's the oldest? My daughter, sixteen. My son is fourteen. And my youngest. Celia, she's she's my baby. She's my daughter. She's seven. Superstar. How many baby moms you have? Two. My oldest two by the same, and my last one was by a different one, which was the the first two mom and the last one mom is rivals. So you see how they're rivals. Do you have you ever heard of a guy named uh, a guy named King Erna? You ever heard of him? Yeah, I heard of King Erna. What do you feel about him? I like King Erna. I like him too. I know you would. <laughs> it's a friend of mine. I know you would. What do you mean? You know I would. It's just this is energy. <laughs> I like Leek Moss. No one. Leek Moss, my guy too. He's from that. Camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did. Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, I'm just, just going through. Just have to make sure. I shout out to friends that that I'm aware of in Philly, and Reed yeah. as well. Let me give Reed some respect because I you know love already I got a lot of love for him, and I got love for you too. Even though I watch you ask Smack Yo, we good, and I didn't get it. So why are you asking Smack some shit like that? Smack, we good? What the fuck this nigga? This nigga, he messes bogged the fuck out. Nah, because Cause I... Because you, you asked that randomly. What the fuck? I'm like, what's wrong with this nigga, man? I was there. I know what you're talking about. We came to... um, we, we, was it, Where was we? Where were we? Cassidy Pounds party. Yeah. Pop for the barbershop. Mm -hmm. Shot the pop, too. You said the same shit. You, you're not lying. You said exactly how you said it. <laughs> I that shit threw me the fuck off. I said, what the fuck you got? What do you mean we good? We good, Smack? Because yeah, the way I acted, and I hadn't seen him after that. <laughs> so I asked him, we good? He's like, why shouldn't we be? I heard him, yeah. He's like, all right, all right. So, you know. We appreciate you coming, man. Give out your social medias and stuff, man. 215 Enes on Instagram, at 215 Enes on Twitter. Enes Math is on Facebook. Yes, I do have still a Facebook account. Um, and Ness215 at Gmail for all you upcoming singers, songwriters, screenwriters, producers. Ness215 at Gmail is the email. N-E-S-S-215 at gmail.com at 215-E-N-S Twitter at 215-E-N-S Instagram. 54-L-E-N-T is also, you can find a label and keep you updated on the things that we drop on the label and things of that nature. 54 at 54-L-E-N-T on Instagram. Get that mixtape out right now. What's your Instagram, homie? Chuck Lawless. I mean, Chuck Lawless on Instagram. Chuck Lawless on everything all across the board. I mean, 54 Villa Entertainment. 54ville ENT on Instagram. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we, just, we just looking for artists who try and brand themselves. We need a little bit of help. Want to learn the business. We right here. I answer my phone for all calls. Bill collectors, anybody. I mean, <laughs> you want to get at me? We here. You want to get at him? We here. We got anything that we can add to what y'all doing. You know what I mean? We just try and give it up. Any of my outlets is everybody outlets. That's the way I carry it because I feel like the artist should be empowered. I mean, no more hoeing. No more hoeing. I mean, What's my man Instagram? Get your way to the 
Get your weight up, Twan. <coughs> Shout out to Twan. <coughs> yeah, Twan, he didn't want to talk me back into this shit. Between him and Chuck, like, I was always through with it. Mm. They was like, yo, man, you still, niggas still fuck with you. You need to get back in this shit. So then as I start losing a little bit of weight, and my little confidence start coming back, and I just start being more, a little bit more visible. And, you know, I thank these two guys for, you know, just believing in me, man, in a time where it was real dark. And, you know, thank you. Appreciate y'all. How dark was it? Sleeping in a bandos, using kerosene to heat up the crib, shit like that. It got real dark. How dark oh, you wanted to get? Oh, what for? Yeah. She was depressed. Nah. You thinking mental with economic stability? I don't got nothing to do with it. I don't give a fuck if I got two dollars in my pocket. I'm not gonna be crazy. I'm just not that person. I don't have that type of background. I don't have the take around to go do something to somebody when things is not going right for me. I understand. I'm not that dude. If the things going back right, I'll just rough it out until it gets better. But you get dark and you start questioning, like, do I really want to do this shit, man? Uh, maybe. I don't know. All right. Let's see. And days go by, you, st- you get back into the rhythm. We start out, he had to force me to do these freestyles that you see me doing now. Yo, where my freestyle at? And I feel like he's my pop. Like, damn, I ain't got the freestyle for this nigga. So we're now a group. He calling me like, damn, he just posted three freestyles. I'm doing it on my own now. Shout out to him. Shout out to people that, you know, we got, it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need that push. Nah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? I respect that. Thank 100%. you. Salute. All right. Shout yeah, out. man. Dope episode. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all follow the pages, man. At Queens Flip with a Z. At DJ G1156. At Flip the Script Hard. Uh, you know, the mixtape is out right now. Go Let check it out. This beat. Yep. This beat. Let me borrow this beat. You know what I'm saying? Go, everybody go support that. Go get that. Go get the hard copies, too. You know what I'm saying? So get the physical copies. Uh, Pick a Eater Season 3. Coming soon. Look out for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to, shout to all our Leos. It's celebrating the birthday, man. You know, our, our birthday coming up. Uh, by the time the episode drops, we, we already probably celebrating our birthday. So, August you know what 13th? I'm saying? Nah. 10th? Nah. Close. Yo, Leos? Yo, Leos, right? Yeah. Okay, you got that. One of my baby moms is the 13th, and another person I know is the 10th. Uh, he's 29th, I'm 30th. Oh, okay, y'all late. My y'all son is 15. No, this, this month, J- J- July. Oh, July. Oh, July, wow. yeah, 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 July, July. I was trying to see if you're going to guess it. That's why I was, I was waiting for a second to see if you You know what? When I guess, when I try to guess somebody's birthday, I never say the overlapping month. I always say the bulk of the month. I never mm. be like, oh, yeah, Dan, you are a Scorpio. Dan, you was born October 30th. Like, I don't look as Drake as a Scorpio. You have to be be born in November, November. even though he is. Mm. I, I like to be from that. Okay. To be that sign. I got you. You can't be born June twenty sixth to be a Leo. You got to be like August third, fourth, fifth, tenth, thirteenth. Got you. Got you. Like, I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. My, my my moon sign's double Scorpio. I, I, I mean, I know the, the horoscope, but I, I you know you get the moon sign. Yeah, I don't know all the joints like that. He, I'm a real he, Scorpio. He got I'm a piece. I'm from hell. <laughs> Oh, nah, real shit. Like Don't if you you cross me, like I'm coming back. Don't do it. Don't do it. Leave it. <laughs> Don't give it to him. Don't give it to him. He from Philly though. He might have to. I'm a little biased. Don't do it. Nah. Don't give it to him. Let's go. Yeah, he cool, man. Yeah. He cool. He cool. I said no, nigga. He was a third at nigga. He cool, man. He from Philly. We almost signed out when I give it to him. I was like, it's yeah, close. I was laughing at him later, nigga. And he's from Philly. That's why I, you know, it's, I'm a little he biased. He said that stupid last. I knew he. Yeah. I knew he wasn't done. I'm, I'm a little biased. In my biased mind, I'm like, yo, he'll give him a he cool watch. <laughs> I swear to God, that's why I kept looking like this. Like, hey, watch, you're gonna here you go. Here go. He, he had to say something to end. I'm like, I'm trying to wait, man. I'm a little biased with Harlem and Philly. I don't know. I'm from Queens, but. You it's know. the same. It's almost the same. Yeah. 
Yeah, but we appreciate you coming up here, man. Do you get any final words? Yeah, nah, you yeah. shot everybody. You, you shot the team out and all that. Oh yeah, I mean, Michelle 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 Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> she got like five names. I don't even know what yeah, <laughs> you got. Yeah, Chase yeah. that joint. We Shama. gotta shout out. We gotta shout. Out the, I'm sorry. We gotta shout out the editing because she has a a a, a, a business too. Yes, you know I mean? we gotta shout that out. We gotta get the name down packed because I don't really know. Mister, it's Mister Livid. Mister Livid. Lives. Mister Livid at M R L I V I Z. Yes, they do all the editing and what else y'all do? Film and shoot, yeah. Shoot, yeah. edit, behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, whole Ishka Beverly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Picky eater, all that. Shout out to Bassy. Shout out to Bassy Group. Shout out to Bassy. Whole Ishka Bassy. Bassy. Oh, oh, oh. Get the <laughs> fuck out of that stupid <laughs> shit. Listen, man, it's Queens Flip, man. And um, shout out to the whole team. Basco, Mighty Two Times. Whoop, whoop. G Money. <laughs> shout out to Ebok. Shout out to Ebok. still yeah. around. Shout out to everybody that's, that's helping move this movement forward and you know um let's give you some advice before you come up here and do an interview make sure you you know what you're coming into because you're gonna you're gonna end up coming into hell man because i am fire and brimstone nigga me oh, God. i don't for none of that other sign shit me i feel you bro though. i feel that you would feel a way that i didn't actually sit and watch the joint but i'm just so i don't feel a way you do because this is no, the third no. time you've addressed it you put two fingers sure up you come up here you put two fingers watch up. the show before you actually come up here and sit on the show i get it bro yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel it too it's just, it's just that a... regret you talk about that i feel from the band and not chick or not going with <laughs> <you know? laughs> it's cool. he's going to <laughs> you lock your door close your window close your blinds open your blinds if you see a nigga like enes on your lawn put it away he don't mean no harm no smoke but don't be afraid to ring the fire alarm i'm from queens because ah, this because ah. this nigga gonna Fuck out of here, please. <laughs> <laughs>